Welcome, everybody, to episode 103 of the ADV Podcast. It's a special episode. We're airing it early this week because there's just too much going on right now that we can't ignore. We can't wait until Friday to talk about this stuff because it's urgent. There's all sorts of terrible things going on in mainland China, specifically in Shanghai, and we wanted to share it with all of you so that you could be kept abreast of the situation. Um, I would say in our years like after we left China, I have never... Well, we have never received so many people reaching out personally, um, not even people that necessarily are fans or something, mm. just people reaching out being, please tell our story, get the yeah. word out there, because it's absolutely crazy what's happening right now. Yeah. Uh, so we, we kind of want to cover that. But we don't want to start on a super dour note. No, no. So we thought we'd start off with something a little, little, a little funny, but let's just get into what's new so we can talk about what's new in China, specifically re- with regards to... China. <laughs> Today it'll be mostly about the COVID lockdown, the zero COVID policy and how it's really messing with people and causing a lot of chaos. And there've been some pretty crazy developments, which you're going to see shortly. Yes. So uh, yeah, let's start with something a little fun, shall we? Now, what you can see behind us here is a typical PR stunt. We'll be showing more of these. Did you put the other one after this, by the way? The, which one? The truck vegetable one? It's in there. It's in there it's somewhere. In this okay, part, you'll see it later. Yeah. But they do these PR stunts all the time where they line people up and they film them delivering goods or whatever it is. And this is just to put out there on the internet to show what a good job the local governments are doing. So we mm-hmm. particularly thought they did a fantastic job with this one over yeah. here. Let's take a look. Can we see that again? <laughs> I think we need to see yeah. that again. I think it's necessary. Maybe you can take us out of that. Okay, I'll take we us out of to, that. We don't one. need no. to be in there. It's not a Japanese talk show. No, no, here we go. Now, <laughs> the reason we wanted to throw that in there yeah. was number one, it's hilarious when people fall down. Oh, sure. Um, just in general, it's you know, it's, it's a certain human nature. Of the that. Fail videos do very yeah. well. Yeah. But it is kind of important for us to point out the fact that the backlash when people posted this online was from, from the Wu Mobs, right? From yeah. The internet trolls, the nationalist types from China, they were saying that you're not allowed to make fun of frontline workers. Yeah, front of, how dare you? Yeah. And I said, absolutely. I absolutely agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll stop making fun of it as soon as the Chinese government stops wasting millions of dollars on PR stunts to show... Because what this is, can you put that behind us? Yeah, What sure. this actually is, is it's funny, but it's actually super annoying to me and makes mm-hmm. me really mad. Because what this is, is you'll get like a slogan poster and it'll say... Um, this area, we'll say, let's say, like this new area, new district, um, smart city epidemic prevention. Yeah. And what that means is they've got a government grant to say, we are using high technology to show the development of China for COVID prevention techniques. What yes. that means is they put someone on a freaking hoverboard. Yeah. Like a, a pandemic worker and have them like delivering medical supplies. And it never happens. No, now, this just, doesn't actually it's transpire. Just you can, if you look behind him, there's another one on one of those Segway hoverboard things ready to roll past the camera as well. It's really just a PR stunt because, of course, it's very ineffective. This is not an effective way to, to no. deliver anything in China by dragging a whatever that thing's a radio flyer or whatever you right. call them, like a wagon behind one of these things, you know. It's very much like if you ask a 12-year-old to, like, film a propaganda video. Yeah. It's like space-age car repair, and it's a mechanic wearing an astronaut suit. 
Right. He's like, he can't get in there. He can't actually sure. do anything because it's like completely inhibited. This yeah. is what you see here, and we're tired of it. So when they fall down, of course, human nature left. But, you know, we'll stop making fun of frontline workers when they actually let them do their job. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, uh, another slightly humorous thing before we get into the Dower stuff, other than the face blonde here. You know, I always wanted to see the CCP fall. Yeah, well, unfortunately, it's the the people they make fall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're dumb PR stunts. Yeah. Anyway, um, Chinese TVs, state media has got to learn a little bit about translation, um, I've got to say. Because... Uh, you know, in Shanghai, it's separated into two parts, really, the Puxi and Pudong areas, okay? Because you've got the Huangpu River that divides it down the middle, and then you've got the two districts. And this whole COVID lockdown thing that they were going to do, first they were going to do the one side, and then they were going to do the other side, and then let the other side out again, you know? It was kind of like a staggered approach. Um, well, guess what? Didn't work out. Now everyone's in lockdown completely, and it's it's been extended indefinitely for now. But... While they were talking about this whole lockdown thing, um, they put it on TV and they said, well, they put the English subtitles on there because a lot of foreigners in Shanghai, right? That's the whole point. Shanghai is like the hub for foreigners in China. So they do have English media targeted at foreigners. Here it said, while the lockdown of pussy begins tomorrow, <laughs> they translated pussy as pussy. <laughs> Everyone in pussy will be tested for the coronavirus. You know, get this, out of there! Yeah, so, <laughs> you shouldn't be in there. Yeah, so many. It's a pandemic. So going many on. ways that you could really just, you know. I mean, make when, gutter humor out of this. I tell I, you. When they locked that pussy down, I was very. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta lock it down. Yeah, you gotta. No more promiscuous dating. You gotta get married. Well, they locked lock out and pussy down. begins tomorrow. That's like when a, 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 a guy's in the doghouse at home. You know, that's what the wife says to him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was thinking more like you gotta lock it, lock that girl down. You know, yeah. you gotta stop cheating, stop messing around. <laughs> right, maybe, maybe. Anyway, all juvenile nonsense jokes aside, um, we just thought we'd throw in a bit of humor because we got to get into the serious stuff. Unfortunately, um, yeah. oh, actually, I just got. Hold on, I just got a, a live broadcast. Can you go back to the first clip here? Sure, sure. Hang on. Just getting a, a live reading here. This one? Not the first one. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it turns out those were uh, pebbles that were planted by the CIA. Oh, pebbles yeah. were planted by the CIA on the yeah. road. That makes so live much update. more sense. Okay, so now, look, we have to, before we get into this whole thing about the COVID lockdown, we have to play a clip for you because it would be remiss of us not to talk about this. We should explain it real quick. Sure. This is from... The beginning, when the Chinese government punished anyone that talked about the coronavirus, um, mm -hmm. saying it wasn't real. Yes. Um, saying that it was rumors, and if you talk about the coronavirus, then you will be punished and go to jail. Yes. And we just wanted to remind everyone the mental state they put everyone in uh, when they declared that it wasn't real back yeah. when it first came so out. So it's just a wake-up call because we've seen so much disinformation and misinformation come out of China. A lot of finger-pointing, a lot of blame, a lot of nonsense, a lot of deflection. Let's just look just at what they back. were saying in, in, in the beginning. We just have to see this before we start. Okay. So. <laughs> Wuhan 
公安机关经调查核实，经调查核实，经调查核实，经调查核实，经调查核实，经调查核实，经调查核实，经调查核实，已经传唤八名违法人员，并依法进行了处理。同时，警方提示，网络不是法外之地，在网上发布信息言论，应遵守法律法规。对于编造、传播、散布谣言、扰乱社会秩序的违法行为，警方将依法查处，绝不姑息。希望广大网民。遵守相关法律法规，相关法律法规，相关法律法规，相关法律法规，相关法律法规，相关法律法规，不造谣，造谣，不信谣，信谣，不传谣，传谣，共建和谐清朗的网络空间。Do you remember when that happened? That's um, that's yeah. how the coronavirus spread around the world. Just to remind everyone, I just always have to remind everyone. Yeah, you know, it's if you were to hear that, not see what it is. It's basically all the different Chinese presenters from state TV saying the exact same things, like robots reading a script about how you know you may not spread rumors about a so-called pneumonia that's spreading, and that eight people have already been punished. For doing so, and build a harmonious society. Yeah, yeah, and the internet needs to be harmonious, and you're not allowed to use it to spread rumors, and you'll be punished. That's the whole point. It's against the law. And now we all know that it wasn't rumors, and that the people that they punished that they were talking about were the doctors like Li Wenliang, who ended up dying of coronavirus. So we have to always look back at that and realize that when the government, the Chinese government, puts out official statements like this, that they are usually lying. It's usually. <laughs> And it's self-serving. It's they're yeah. protecting themselves. Sure. So yeah, don't forget where this all came from. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, everyone who's now got weird conspiracy theories buzzing around their heads, remember this is how it started. Yeah. Anyway, um, some things are not holding up very well, as you might see over here. We have uh, the the China state affiliated media uh, presenter's name is Andy, and he posted something. A couple of days ago, saying for clarity, Shanghai is not being locked down over the next nine days. Half the city will be open and operating fully at one time. In Puxi, life goes on as normal today, despite Pudong being locked down until April first. This is a new approach to limit impact on the economy. We thought this was a great way to start this whole shebang to、yeah. show you what's going on because. What they did was they got like、uh, foreigners, like Andy, for example. He's a、uh, agent of the Chinese government, right? Yeah, like a propaganda agent. Yeah, and what he his job was tasked out to go and say was to limit the impact of of coverage. They,、yeah. well, they didn't want people to run around and say this is going to be crazy. What an archaic lockdown! This is so draconian. They wanted to kind of avoid that, so they're like, this is like a dynamic approach. Chinese government's only going to put down a lockdown in one area.、Mm -hmm. The other people can go free, and we'll trade off. Yeah,、right? so, so it's not going to be a big deal.、Uh, you know, there is something that I have to point out right now. Okay, that we've we've received confirmation of、mm -hmm. is that the government will get into the whole giving out food parcels and thing, and you know, in, later on in the episode. But the government has basically prioritized, well, not prioritized. They're giving. Uh, free hampers of vegetables, which are very unimpressive, I got to say.、Uh, I mean, you have to pay for them most of the time. But the ones that they're giving away for free are only for Hukou residents. So people who have like a, a resident, they were born in Shanghai, basically, or they naturalized. It's like having a passport. Sure. People with Hukous and foreigners. Now, I found it、um, 
not surprising that they have decided to put foreigners above Chinese people here, because if you're a Chinese person who just moved to Shanghai and you're just working there, for instance, maybe you're a family member from out of town, whatever, you are not on that list. You are shoved all the way down. Foreigners get put first, and so do like local residents. And the reason for this is they understand that if foreigners are very badly impacted, the news will spread faster. Uh, yeah, well, internationally. They have access to the outside world, yeah. right? They have VPNs. So um, they're unfairly putting foreigners above uh, non-Huko holding Chinese residents. Just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. So when so, you see foreigners reporting, you got to understand. So the first thing I wanted to point out is this mass testing thing. Um, mm. Yeah, testing, which you can see in the background there. Great, right? Whatever. This is the th like throngs of people that are pushed up against each other for hours at a time that are potentially super spreader events every time. Yeah. So the Chinese government thinks it's better to hit those testing quotas mm -hmm. than to actually stop the spread of coronavirus. Yes. Because actually, at the end of the day, they don't actually necessarily care that there are people getting coronavirus. Yeah, because people aren't dying of it. The Omicron right. variant is not They're dying deadly. a lot less, right? Yeah, it's not it's deadly. deadly. It, it is deadly. It's, it's deadly to people who are um, vulnerable, like sure. elderly, people who have you know, pre-existing conditions. It's not but, deadly compared to yeah, the Yeah, compared to the other ones. Variants, yeah. You know, really, it's not. Like... If you compared it to the others, it's not deadly yeah, for at sure. all. It does but kill people. Of but. course it does, it does. I mean, but the whole point is that they are willing to put people's lives in this ridiculous lockdown and put people at risk rather than allowing people to quarantine at home. That was my point. My point was that they don't actually care if people get it or not. The yeah. point is, is this is a propaganda stunt. And that's because Xi Jinping, the current dictator of China, is up for re-election. When I say election, I'm only talking about internally. Yes. There's no democratic election in China. This is just the CCP leaders deciding on who's the next chairman, right? Yeah. So we have a situation where he's decided that his one of his principles of Xi Jinping policy is going to be the zero COVID policy. Yes. You can't backtrack on that. You can't walk that back. You can't yeah. say, hey, uh, actually, I was kind of wrong about that because what that is is this failure, loss of face in front of the people, in front of the party. And you can't continue being a leader in China. You always have to be 100% right. Yes. Every single thing you say cannot be walked back on. Yeah, right? so it's so more about politics about than politics. The, the health of the people. It's only politics. Point. Yeah. Right. So for those of you who don't know, what's happening in Shanghai right now is the entire city is now locked down. Okay. Yeah. And the lockdown has been extended indefinitely. And as we're going to show uh, shortly, they brought the military in to help with this. Mm -hmm. Okay. But if you test positive for COVID, okay, Omicron variant, but you don't show any symptoms, let's just say you're totally fine. Okay. You don't feel a headache, nothing. You're totally okay. Mm -hmm. But you, you have to all, everyone has to be mandatory tested now. Everyone. Nobody can escape this. So it doesn't matter who you are, young, old, whatever. You must be tested for COVID. If you are tested positive for COVID, you are taken away. Okay. You're like just torn away from your family, torn away from your home, torn away from, even if you live by yourself, doesn't matter. You're torn away and put in a quarantine facility. Okay. And these quarantine facilities are awful. And it's usually you crowded in with a bunch of other sick people, which doesn't make sense to me either. All right. Because what if you're very mild or you don't really have it and then you're just thrown in with a bunch of sick people? You're going to get it anyway. It's just going to perpetuate around the place. The fact of the matter is you are not given the option to quarantine at home, which is dumb. Because not only is it putting a massive strain on, you know, facilities and hospitals and whatever else they've set up there, which they wouldn't have to if the sick person could just stay in their house for a couple of days to recover. But it's also tearing families apart and doing all sorts of other nasty things. And uh, you're going to see. Get into it, yeah. yeah, we're just going to get into it. So um, first, first thing what you see in the, in the background here is a very unfortunate woman and she's screaming for a reason. 
She's screaming because her fa- her relative died because the relative yeah. yeah I'll put it back there. The relative is supposed to get dialysis, kidney dialysis, right? But because the hospitals have now been all filled up with COVID patients, right? And like I was saying in in our previous podcast, the doctors that I'm in contact with are joking about the fact that they have to hold sick people at bay in order to keep healthy patients inside the hospitals. Yeah, so there are COVID patients, but the vast majority of people don't really have many symptoms. No, so they have to go in there. Yeah. So you've got these healthy, nothing wrong with me. I just have, happen to have tested positive for COVID. Don't let me go home. Yeah, but here I am sitting in the hospital blocking up the space. And the right. person who needs kidney dialysis or has any number of very serious diseases or problems that need to be checked out, it's just dying, okay, because they can't get the treatment. There is no space. In fact, a nurse at one of the hospitals died of asthma because she wasn't allowed into her own hospital. She was there to do the COVID testing and stuff. She had an asthma attack, and they wouldn't allow her into the ER because the ER was currently being um, decontaminated or whatever for COVID. So she died. Yeah. We also got reports of people dying of heart attacks at the gate of the hospitals because they're not allowed in emergency facilities because zero COVID is more important for the face of the leader than people dying in droves of natural causes and Mm. medical issues that they're not allowed to see a doctor for. Look, there's all sorts of horrible and, you know, once again, you you can't 100% confirm what you see going around on WeChat and so Mm. on and Weibo. But tons of videos of people killing themselves, jumping mm. off of buildings. Mm. We've seen, you see it. Well, you like, can confirm yeah, I mean, that that, Okay, people <laughs> are jumping off buildings, but the reasons to behind them. To get in their them, head is a different yeah. story, right? Yeah. Um, and like there's an, an old guy did it, and apparently the neighbor said it's because he was suffering too much pain and he couldn't get his medication from the hospital, so of course he killed himself. Of course this going to happen, yeah. You know, because as a result... And, of course, people are just um, having mental breakdowns because of the lockdown as well. Well, there's been so many lockdowns, and this is yet another one, and this one's super bad. This one's super crazy. Well, I think also you you have to understand that this is Shanghai. This isn't Good point. A, a rural village where they yeah. can do it with impunity. You know, when you're dealing with the rural parts of China, the government can come in there and they can do whatever they want. It stays silent because mm. nobody talks about it. Everybody's poor. They don't have the means to actually broadcast to the rest of the world or broadcast out what's going on in this little rural village in the mountains or whatever. Yeah. Shanghai, on the other hand, is the most Western, most sophisticated city in China. And you've right. got a massive middle class and a big upper class, a lot of rich people. And they're the kind of people that are not going to take shit. True. You know, True. not going to just be I mean, stomped on. So here's the deal is I want everyone to understand that Shanghai does not enjoy special privileges legally. Okay? Not legally. No, no, no. It doesn't, no. though. No. That's And that's the wake-up call for everyone yeah. is that it seems like an international city because China wants it to be the face of China. Mm. They want it to be the place where foreigners see and say, oh, China's on the up and up. They don't get to see some village in Hunan. Sure. They want to go see Shanghai. And yes, there's clubs. Yes, there's bars. Yeah, you've yes, got your French croissant. You can you go got get a coffee. Croissant. You're going to go to a nice coffee shop. You've got an mm. Italian restaurant you got international musicians that come there and play a friend yeah. of mine just had a film festival there and now he's in lockdown right yeah stuff happens there because that's the most palatable place to show off china yeah right? it's an impressive city it's got old it european architecture it's got new skyscrapers right. it's a very nice city the issue with that is it's still in mainland china it doesn't enjoy special privileges legally like hong kong right yeah. this is not there's no border here shanghai yeah is in mainland China. So when things happen from the central government, they still have to follow the same rules, Yes. right? There's been a bit of leeway in the past because there's the Shanghai faction in the CCP. Sure. But Xi Jinping has consolidated so much power that when he says something, Shanghai falls too. 
Yeah. And there's a lot of people, like you said, that have enjoyed such a privileged life in comparison to the rest of the country that this is out of the ordinary for them. We've always kind of made fun of the Shanghai bubble foreigners, for yeah. instance, because yeah. foreigners living in Shanghai, we always say they don't know what the real China is. Sure. And that's simply because you don't get a family mart or a foreign a concession store or whatever in most cities. You sure. don't get like the, the brands that they have access yeah, to. Yeah. They've got White Castle in Shanghai, right, right. okay? And they've got a, a Hooters in Shanghai. You can't, you can't yeah, get that there. anywhere else in the country. It's just, it's like a Shanghai the, privilege. The, po- <laughs> the, uh, yeah. If you think about the actual... Hooters is a privilege, apparently, but anyway. Yeah, I shot a video there just because <laughs> yeah. I was so blown away. Yeah, it's like one in China. One? Yeah. They're nice. Um, it's like a family restaurant there. Isn't that bizarre? It's like a family restaurant everywhere. Yeah, but I mean, they say that, but it actually was. I don't know, man. Like, really? I would never take my family to Hooters here, but it was a different vibe in China. I went to, a, a subscriber took me to Hooters in Arizona. And Did, there were tons you, of, there you, were families there. and they Would had, you bring your family there? I mean, as a as a as a curiosity, I think my wife would enjoy it. Okay. But I mean, they had like a would birthday party. They had there. the kids stand up and do a whole happy Any, birthday this song. Is a, totally. Anyway. It's a family restaurant. I'm standing. I'm standing. Okay, on fine. That. My my point of this is the absolute <laughs> uh, disillusion. Yeah. The unbelievable status of, of Shanghai, like a Hooters, like yes. a White Castle. You know, we're saying these things like like there's some impressive things. But, but they are when you're in China. Yeah. When you're in the in Guangxi. Yeah. When you're in the middle of, uh, of Guizhou. You're lucky you're if there's watching... a Dicko's chicken, you know? Oh, dude, you're lucky if there's a <laughs> is a place to spend money. Yeah, it's right? true. We're talking about there's roads without pavement. Mm. And there's people walking around with, with without shoes sure. catching rats to eat, dude. Yeah, yeah. So we're looking at people like that versus a Hooters in Shanghai, right? Sure. So you have to understand the dissonance. Right? Yeah, so that's why it's so hard for so many people right. to swallow. And that's why... A lot of foreigners specifically have been reaching out to us that are stuck in Shanghai. And it's usually the foreigners that can't stand us, hate our guts. Because they're living in airy fairyland in Shanghai, sure. thinking that China's Shanghai. Yes. And when they see us making videos about the, the things, when we criticize what's going on in China, they're like, you guys must be lying. I don't get to see that when I'm having my morning coffee at Starbucks, you know? My point at the end of this, though, is but, that yeah. they do have to follow the same policies of the central government when push comes to shove. Yeah. And Xi Jinping said zero COVID is going to be, that's going to be the way he either goes out or he, yeah. you know, he, he maintains power. Yeah. And he's decided that's the way he's going to maintain power. So they have to go through that. So we're going to go through what, okay, what well, is actually happening. Let's first of all talk about something that can happen to you if you're living in China. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are volunteers right now. Now, these volunteers are acting like the Red Guard. I have it up here. Let's yeah, let's. That's, well, I just wanted to put it. We'll play this clip for you quickly. <laughs> Hey, 
yeah so guys basically for those of you who are listening uh, a group of these so-called volunteers arrives at someone's door they barge in like about eight of them at least it looks like and they're demanding to know who is the person who wrote these messages on wechat wechat's like whatsapp you know mm. something like that people messaging groups. App. yeah it's a messaging group but it's it's a bit more than that in china it's yeah. pretty much everyone uses it so it just shows you that if you write something on the internet that the local government doesn't like you get snitched on by either someone in the group or they monitor the groups because they can. If there's oh, certain, yeah. And they do. If there's uh, keywords, mm-hmm. it'll get flagged and they'll look into it, right? If somebody typed something, if you write like Tiananmen Square Massacre, it's going to be like they're going to look at it, right? You're on high alert. Yeah, they're going to see what is this guy talking about? Is he trying to cause trouble? Everything you've ever posted on WeChat is accessible to the government. Uh, yeah, absolutely. There's no privacy when nope. it comes to that. They don't access everything because they just don't no, need to. But they can. But they will if they if yeah. something gets flagged, right? So these guys coming in and harassing the people and obviously trying to find out who made the post and they would just take them away, arrest them or do whatever if they find out it's that person. This is the Red Guards, right? Yeah. Red Guards under Mao. So, so yeah, and Mao. isn't it interesting how they wear red vests yeah, now? It's the same thing. Yeah. And they're, they're allowed anonymity. They're basically allowed impunity to go be thugs. Yeah. To go basically take the worst type of people to gang up on innocent people that have spoken poorly against the government on the internet. Yeah. That's what they're going to do. And the scary thing about this to me is that you're seeing one video, right? Mm. So people always look at China like some sort of, oh, it's just an Asian version of America or something, right? Of course, yeah. there's videos like this. But you you don't understand how rare it is for videos like this to leak out. Sure. There are probably thousands of instances like this happening, and you only get to see one. Of right? course, there are many. Yeah. I mean, I've seen a whole bunch yeah. more of these volunteers dragging people away oh, yeah, and doing stuff. More, yeah. yeah, we'll see. It's rare to uh, be able to film that. Here we have a, a foreigner, and we wanted to show you this little clip here quickly. So here's an update. I tested positive, right? There's nowhere for them to send me, right? I'm not allowed to go in the hospital and I have to stay here in this room. And this is what they gave me. This blue thing and this blanket. And they're like, you can sleep here. This this is this is where what I have to sleep on. Man. This is supposed to be like a nice hospital. And this this is where I'm sleeping tonight. So when the Yeah, you know the thing is that guy's complaining about having to sleep in the corner outside, you know, on that little mat. But what he doesn't realize is that because he's a foreigner, he's been given that privilege of That's not like a being. Big deal. He he has not been carted away to one of the quarantine facilities. Right. You know, that's the big difference. There are cases of some foreigners going into the better quarantine facilities, which we've seen videos of, where they're in with like a huge amount of people in a big gym, gymnasium or something. It's horrible as well. It's horrible, but it's not being locked in those little cages. So to him, he's like, oh, this is awful that I have to sleep on this pad. But meanwhile, they've 
give Dunham a solid, you know, they're like, you're a foreigner, so we're going to let you sleep here rather than forcing you onto that bus like we do to the locals, you know, and taking them away to those real shitty little prison things, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, just to show you that. Now, we're going to play you a little recording um, of someone who's not in Shanghai. No, different part of China. Yeah, we we did want to give equal representation to places that were not Shanghai, which is the only thing in the news right now, because this is happening around China a lot. Yeah. So um, now this recording you're going to hear is of how the lockdown has progressed as far as access to food is concerned. Now, the reason we're going to show you this is this is from about, I don't know, four or five days ago, Mm -hmm. this particular... In a different um, area. Yeah, in a completely different area from Shanghai. But we're seeing the same stuff happening in Shanghai now. So we're just going to play this clip quickly for you to listen to. It is important for you to hear this out. And the, the, the guy who did this, um, well, he's, he's a good guy and he's in some trouble. Let's listen. So when the lockdown first started about three weeks ago, at first it was kind of a, a voluntary lockdown. We got a notification from the local authorities. Everybody try to stay home. Don't go out much, only if you need groceries, get that, and, and just try to stay home. Everybody do your part. Well, that lasted for about two or three days, and then they said, okay, we're going to take it up a notch. Each household is going to get a pass, and one person from each household is allowed to go out once every other day to buy food at the grocery or the supermarket. At that point, pretty much all businesses except supermarkets had already been closed, so That lasted for a few days, but it didn't last that long. And then they went ahead and took it up another notch where they said, okay, we're going to put everybody on a hard lockdown for about half a week. Half a week. You're going to be at home. You can't go out. You can't leave your community. Yeah, if you need to take out the trash or something, that's fine. But you can still order groceries from supermarkets through through your app which there is an app called Maitoire, which is, it's an app on your phone. And usually you can order food from restaurants and stuff, and you can order groceries and all kinds of stuff, and then it'll be delivered to you. It's a really, really nice service. For a while, you could still order your groceries through that. But the thing is, since nobody could go out, everybody was trying to use that, and supermarkets were were just too busy. They couldn't keep up with the demand. Yeah, we tried for days and days, and we were unable to get any food delivered. Uh, we just couldn't get our orders in quick enough because uh, all their slots were full. So we were unable to order any groceries that way. Um, but at that time, groceries and little small supermarkets and stuff like that, they were allowed to stay open because they're an essential business. People need that. You know, people need food, obviously. So that half a week came and went and they didn't say anything. They just kept everybody on the hard lockdown where nobody can leave. So another development has transpired and this one's pretty big. So the latest development is that all groceries have pretty much been ordered to close down and only like your community's management group and the like local district government offices, they're gonna prepare food for you and you can buy it. Uh, you pay for it on your uh, on your phone and you can buy it and they'll deliver it to you. I don't know how often they're gonna do it, but you get no say in what's delivered. I've seen the picture of, of the foods they're gonna deliver 
It's like a couple potatoes, some cabbage, some Chinese cabbage, two carrots, some ginger, an onion, a couple radishes, just stuff like this. No eggs, no meat, no type of grain or rice or bread or noodles, nothing like that. Just all vegetables, which is pretty healthy, but what if you don't have any rice? What if you don't have any soap? Like we are running a little bit low on dish soap. It can probably last us a week, but you know, once you're out of dish soap, what are you gonna do? Uh, what if you have no rice at home? Things like this, I mean, you have no say in it. Right now we're totally reliant on the authorities to give us food. This is actually what we've seen happen. Yeah. Right? So what's going on here, like for example, right here is a great, uh, great little anecdote. Yeah, what you're seeing in the background. She's trying to use the, the app to get the government rations, basically, right? Yeah. And they have a thing where they have to, how do you say chiang in English? Uh, I guess like, uh, like a book. Book well, it, yeah. Book, yeah. You yeah. gotta like grab it. You have it. to like grab it in time. Yeah. And the problem is, is that people are staying reserve. up all night to reserve yeah. these government groceries. Because yeah. what they've done, like what that guy was saying, mm -hmm. is they've consolidated control over all the food divvying. Yeah. So you have a situation now where they, the government was worried that the, you know, they weren't going to get the bulk of the credit sure. for this zero COVID lockdown crap. Mm -hmm. So they were like, oh, what if, you know, people start, you know, uh, chiding the, the mm -hmm. supermarkets for being so altruistic and being open at all times to these people, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to take control of it. So they shut down the supermarkets and they're like, we'll, we'll send out the food. We'll be the ones that do that, right? And the problem with that is mm -hmm. that people can't get it in time. Sure. We've had cases, we've talked to people where they're, you know, when it does arrive, people are stealing it and yeah. then selling it on the black market. The quality varies wildly depending on where you are. Yeah. For example, like this was this was considered a good one as a bunch of raw chickens like left in bags. But these people yeah. got meat, right? Yeah, yeah. The vast majority of people didn't get meat. They're getting like cabbage and a couple of potatoes and stuff. But for a whole family for I'm, a week. I'm gonna give you a different a, a different take on that, right? Sure. Okay. Basically, China has a fantastic um, delivery system, a network. Sure. It works incredibly well. Okay. We've experienced it, remember? $2 saved my ass. I left my charger at your mm -hmm. house that night and I got it delivered literally the same day. Mm -hmm. Next morning it arrived. You, we, you, you called them over and they picked it up and it arrived at my house in like a different city the next day. It works well. Mm -hmm. However, it's never been put under this much stress. Yeah. Okay. So when you've got 25 million people all in lockdown, all trying to order takeaway food, mm -hmm. it just can't cope. Well, not to mention the other cities as well. You're yeah. Talking yeah. About I, I'm talking about yeah, Shanghai sure. right, right now. Now, on top of that, the delivery guys are, are subject to very stringent testing, basically. Every time they're picking stuff up and stuff, they have to produce like all their papers and it's a big thing. Now, the problem is... First of all, it's impossible for them to fulfill orders, right? So that's what you see. People trying to order, but nothing's available. People are waking up because they're waking up at like 1 a.m. Or, yeah. or 12 just after to try and order, try to get in that queue, try to order something, okay? But then everything's ordered up and then there's nothing to be ordered. So people are left hungry. Mm -hmm. There are people that we know who've been complaining that they can't have access to water and mm. very basic things because in China you can't drink the tap water. I had a, a buddy of mine actually, he tried yeah. to take a picture of the shelves of where they deliver the food because mm. they keep getting stolen, right? Yeah. So he tried to he tried to take a picture or like a little video of his phone yeah. of these shelves and all of the a lot of the residents there, the Chinese residents there were calling him a foreign spy saying why do you need to take those shelves and then they they talked about this foreign uh, act like foreign 
filming act. So he's not allowed oh, to do that. Yeah, so yeah. they're going to call the cops on him and stuff. There's yeah. crazy like paranoia. Yeah. People aren't getting their stuff. So so basically, it's gotten to a point now where nobody can order anything online by themselves anymore because it's all jammed up. Mm-hmm. Then they start this idea that every community, like every housing building, you know, like the Guanli Chu or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so the management office now is set up like WeChat groups for each building. And then what happens is everybody kind of can order from that central management office. They set up a little portal where people can go and in the WeChat group. Order. Again, and I suspect yeah. this is because the government wants the credit for the food. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I'm sure they do. But the fact of the matter is then what you're doing is instead of getting like a billion orders coming yeah. out of this, this thing, you get one, ma- sure. one bulk order. That still wasn't working out, nope. okay? Then they decided that they're going to completely scrap this whole idea and then the government's going to supply you with like a little, every household sure. with a little package. Sure. Okay, and another reason, first of all, they're charging for these packages three times the usual price that vegetables would normally cost. And it's mandatory. You have to pay it. If you want food, you have to buy this stuff, right? So they're charging more for it. But here's the thing. I suspected a while ago that they're going to start blaming the delivery guys as a means of spreading the virus. Mm-hmm. And that's why they want to cut them out. Right. And it turns out, from what I've been reading now, is that's what they're saying now. Well, we did get footage of the Red Guards, you know, those volunteers yeah, yeah. actually taking down delivery drivers. Well, it makes we'll sense. So, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, I think it is true that they've now... Because they cannot stop the spread of Omicron, right? No. It keeps spreading. Yeah. So they keep reaching for reasons. They're like, oh, people are going out to buy their food, so that must be a reason. Stop them going out, okay? Then they're like, oh. What's, what's the newest one? It came from Korea. It's coming from, from Korea. Korean clothes. Clothing. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, they're saying clothing brands are bringing it in anyway, which is dumb. The thing is, then they're like, oh, it must be the delivery guys because they're going from place to place. They're probably spreading it, so we're going to cut that out. Only government, like yep. stormtrooper hazmat people yep. are allowed to deliver anything now. Right. So people are kind of stuck, and they're stuck in a situation where you're supposedly, well, you're supposed to get free deliveries from the government, like a, a package for every couple of days you receive one, right? And some privileged foreigners who are on that list are getting free deliveries. But and they want to do that so they can spread propaganda yes. and say, we got our deliveries. But for the not so privileged, they have to pay. Mm-hmm. And they have to pay a lot. And even the, the and privileged ones receiving. are paying. Yeah, and then they don't receive it. it. And uh, it gets important. and it gets stolen yeah, as well. That's a huge. The, the stealing thing is a huge thing because what a lot of people are doing is stealing it and then selling it up market. They're finding a way to profit. People are like bartering now yeah. with their neighbors. I'm reading all these stories about people give like you a cucumber. Yeah, for it's a like cabbage. oh, I've, I'll give you some some canned sodas for a, a, a head of lettuce or whatever. Right. You know, there's all sorts of stuff like that going on. It's right. ridiculous the kind of things that are going on. Anyway, so let's um, keep going. Let's, I want to show you some more stuff. About yeah, let's this keep thing, going. So. so it's very difficult. This is sent to me by a subscriber. Yeah. Um, in the the front of the building. It's just a bunch of raw chickens. But they got meat, like I said. That was yeah. rare. Okay. Okay, so here here's some screenshots of an example. This is another subscriber mm-hmm. sent this. Uh, everything's gone, right? So all these rationed things here that you see in some noodles. You can't order uh, them. They're you gone. You can't order them. They're gone. Yeah. They're just gone. So it doesn't matter when you wake up. doesn't matter when. Like, you cannot get your hands on these food products right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. So this whole fantasy about the government taking care of everyone is being propagated by state media in China. Mm. But actually, when you look at the nitty gritty of it, everyone in the, on the ground knows, and it's causing a lot of unrest. People are taking to the streets. They're trying to bust out. There's a lot of uh, police. They've had to call the military, which we'll cover in a bit. Yeah. Um, and it's causing a lot of unrest because people are not used to this in Shanghai. No, they're not. This is, this is a next level of oppression. 
if you look here on the on the left here, this is for a, a city in, in Jiangxi. I wanted, again, I wanted to cover areas that were not yeah. necessarily just Shanghai. Jiangxi is very far away from Shanghai. Yes, it's, it's also eastern China, but it's way in the south. Yeah, um, yeah, we used to ride there all yeah, the time. Yeah, we used to spend a lot of time there. Mm-hmm. Um, always had fun there. Very rural, though. Yeah. So anyway, this city here is. Uh, they put out this government statement. They said, "Listen, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to go into quarantine if you come back, right?" Yeah, if you if you have a positive, if you have a positive yeah. case. So if you come back and you have a positive case, and you have to pay for that facility, right? Yeah, and it's gonna be a hundred RMB uh, per day for food and two hundred RMB per day for your like living facility. I mean, this yeah. is a box, right? Yeah, it's one, one of those these. you've you've probably seen it mm-hmm. circulating around where they have like it's kind of like a quarter size of a shipping container. Sure. You know, and it's this little thing it's like with made bars, bars on the windows. You know, tin and plastic yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, that that's a, that turns out to be about uh, let's say fifty bucks a day, right? Yeah. Now, for a rural person that's in Jiangxi, that's super astronomical. Dude. I mean, some of these people are making three hundred RMB per week. Yeah, right? or even per month or, in or some cases. In some cases, yeah, very right? very yeah. rare. Like, but still, that's a huge amount of money, three hundred RMB. So. The problem with that is, is that they know people aren't going to be able to pay this. It's a very poor province, right? Sure. They know a lot of people are going to be able to pay this. And this is a, a very good example here. Uh, if you're not able to pay that before your time is up in your quarantine facility, you actually get put on a list um, which is related to the social credit system. You actually get your social credit system points reduced. Yeah. Did they uh, not say you're not allowed to leave until you pay up? Yes. Yeah. So you're going to be stuck there as well. Well, if you don't, then you're on the list, right? Sure. For the the social credit system. So mm. it was really interesting to see an example of quarantine, the current lockdown being tied to the social credit system. Yeah. Which has been implemented in certain areas. And also the China. fact that um, the the quarantine facilities aren't free. No. You know, because a lot of a lot of people are seeing the Chinese government as this altruistic you know, entity that's just looking after the people and they're taking care of this situation. And don't you worry. If you get COVID, they're going to isolate you for a while. You're going to be okay. What they don't point out is that throughout this entire COVID episode, every time you've had to quarantine, you've had to pay for your own hotel. You've had to pay for your own food. You've had to pay for your own expenses. This is not a communist country like you may fantasize about. They're not there to like look after you. They're there to charge you. They're there to imprison you and then charge you for that imprisonment. I do want to say something. Go to the next slide. I want to say something real quick and I'll Mm -hmm. I'll bring it up at the end after this kind of marinates. Um, The idea Mm -hmm. that the advantage of an authoritarian system is you get to... You you have some of your freedoms reduced. You have freedom of speech reduced, freedom of religion, let's say, freedom of assembly. But... The average person, by and large, doesn't use those freedoms anyway. That's sure. the idea, sure. right? So a lot of people will chide authoritarian systems because, okay, you take a hit for that kind of stuff, for social stability as a yeah. reward, and then also infrastructure. Hmm. Everything can be made quickly because you don't have to go through bureaucracy and red tape, right? Sure. The, the reality of the situation is the benefits of the authoritarian society are usually claimed as being in crisis. A country like China could deal with something very well, right? Yes. When you actually look at it, UK, New Zealand, uh, the US, right? Mm. You have you had a situation where people are like, wow, we're going to have to prepare for this. This is crazy, blah, blah, blah. What people thought or saw as like chaos or whatever is absolutely nothing mm. compared to what you're seeing in China. China, mm. this authoritarian system that doesn't have to go through red tape and has all this all this uh, ways to procure uh, uh, ways for their citizens to be able to get through this, right? Yeah providing them with everything they need actually doesn't happen. No. And it's almost anarchy. 
yeah. because they're not set up for this. In fact, it's the polar opposite of how China operates. Yeah. China operates in a knee-jerk reaction and can't deal with the slightest bit of issue. There's yeah. never any preparation for it. Right. It's the opposite of what they're trying to portray. Correct. And it's something that you'll see throughout this. But this is a, a journalist for the BBC. He's currently in uh, Shanghai. Yes. Read through what he so, was saying. Uh, this is just some of his tweets. Uh, this is from yesterday. He says, um, Shanghai's strict lockdown has been extended indefinitely, and it's still impossible to order food and water. Got up at 5.30 a.m. again today, but still system gridlock. As I tried and tried to place my order, my basket depleted as essential sold out. Madness. Next, he says, nobody is allowed outside. Not even one person to collect essentials. Given vegetables yesterday by government, but only enough for a couple of days. Need meat, rice, eggs, and most importantly, water. Many of my friends in the same position. What about the elderly who don't use apps? Question mark, question mark. Now, again, before we continue with his uh, reading his thing, I got to say, water is very important. Very. Shanghai is China's most sophisticated. Oh, it's definitely the best city. Top yeah. of the top of the line city. Sure. It's the the jewel of you know the pearl of the Orient. Is mm-hmm. all that nonsense? Guess what? You cannot drink the tap no. water there. As you can't drink the tap water anywhere in China. No. You'd think if they're going to get it right somewhere, though, it'd be Shanghai. You'd think, but it's yeah. no. It's but you not can't. Even, not not even near the level of being able to drink and, it. Boiling the water doesn't help, but still full with full of heavy metals yeah. and other things which cannot get rid of. You can't get rid of that by boiling water. I mean, you technically could drink it, yes, but it's not good long term. No. So you have to understand that people are being stuck in a situation without water. Now, some buildings' water's actually been cut off, so they can't even boil it. Right. You know? Yeah. So you got to understand that. It's even worse. Yeah, we, we've seen uh, videos actually sent. Somebody sent us a video of their tap being turned off. Yeah. So, that was so nice. I mean, the fact of the matter is this is a, uh, an essential that they cannot get a hold of. So I just wanted to put that in, you know. Yeah. Anyway, let's, uh, let's keep looking what he has to say here. I stocked for a little more than five days, but many others didn't as, they, as they'd been told it's a five-day lockdown. That's the issue. Again, yeah. I want to highlight this. What you saw from state media, like people like Andy Borham, is yeah. that this wasn't going to be an issue. No. So the foreigners were being told that this wasn't an issue. And then also state media and Chinese was saying this wasn't going to be an issue. Ah, we're going to let you do quarantine at home. We're going to, mm. this is not a big deal. We're not, you're not going to be in full lockdown. You'll have full access to anything. Bam. What happens? Yeah. Then they changed their mind. And like they said, they were, had that whole plan to, we're just going to lock down this half. Then we're going to let you out and lock down the other half. It's going to be a staggered approach. Guess what? It's not a staggered approach. Both sides are currently locked down indefinitely. So the people who believe the government, which is a very naive thing to do in China, they thought, okay, we're going to be in the home for five days and get a couple of things, you know, although a lot of them don't trust the government and they went to the shops, remember, and tore them apart. But anyway, the fact of the matter is you listen to the government, you get screwed. Yes. Anyway, he continues. He says, "Um, you can't expect a house to survive on a few carrots and eggplant and cabbage for an indefinite period. Plus, we all need water to drink. For China's economic hub, it's a joke. Then he says, The limited shops that are open for orders are running out of stock. But good luck getting a delivery. The delivery riders who are operating are heroes to many. But clearly the system is unable to cope with a city of 25 million people panicking and trying to order essentials. Yeah. Um, and he goes on and on about a couple more things. But you see, this is what's happening on the ground in Shanghai right now. 
people have been sending us all sorts of videos and stuff too, which, you know, there, there's one unfortunate thing um, being in our position is that when we show someone's video, we put them in danger. And so yeah. we well, have to be very careful. We have careful. to pick and choose which ones yes. we use. Because there's ones like, for example, I was thinking about that one with a tap in it, but you can see exactly out the window. Where you can see where they living. are. People, you know, like, anyway. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the next thing that we've got going and on here. The reason they're in danger, by the way, guys, for all you new viewers out there, in case there's people in here, is that if they find if China if the Chinese government finds out people sent us videos, they are in trouble in yes. China. Yes, they will, they will be punished. That's how crazy yeah. China is. I mean, that some people might not understand this. That's but how it's, it works. It's crazy. You know, they love to control everything, and so mm. if there's any media coming out that shows them failing. If they can squash that, they squash it. Anyway, now we're going to talk about some of the the absolute. Well, I just want I wanted to use this as juxtaposition. So, like mm. for example, China pays uh, foreigners, yes. right, to spread Chinese propaganda. And the newest thing is to get people, like you saw Andy Borham that tweet saying, "Oh, oh it's, it's not be a big a, deal. Yeah. It's totally fine." You also get this guy living in China, um, and other foreigners that they pay to say, "Guess what? All you're seeing about this crazy lockdown stuff." That's just CIA propaganda, yeah. right? The reality is, is that we can eat Burger King here on the street. And what they're doing is they're showing areas that are not currently in lockdown. Yes. To make it and deflect away from the fact that there is lockdown. To me, when this kind of stuff comes out and these these videos come out about, oh, the true situation in China, it means something really, really bad is happening. Yes, because what would be your motivation to go out there and do some absurd thing like this? Right. Because you know, you know how insulting this is to the Chinese people who are currently oh, suffering under lockdown. Oh, they saw this. Yeah, but here you've got a, uh, you know, as we know, a CCP shill white monkey guy mm. out there. What is he doing? Oh, look, there's no lockdown. I can eat a hamburger outside on the street. Everything's cool. I'm not wearing a mask. Meanwhile, the people in Shanghai right now, many of them in terrible situations, starving. Not only there. The whole Jilin province is still under lockdown. Yep. So many different areas in Mil- China. Millions. Millions and millions and millions. million plus people. Just because he lives in, you know, rural Guizhou yeah. where he can sit in a place and eat a burger. It's he gloats, gloats about it and it's immoral. There, there is a good thing to point out here, though, is that that's not even necessarily his idea. Of course. The not. government's putting out propaganda like this for you to watch to say, oh, well, that weird, crazy video of a lady screaming or something, that must have been a long time ago. Oh, you know, they play into that whole, oh, it's just fake news. Sure. Because people are so used to that kind of claim, right? Correct. This is the reality of the situation is that we're seeing deflection. When there's deflection, it's usually really ugly, the, the reality. Why doesn't he have any sauce or lettuce on his burger anyway? He's freaking He's got a like a dry-ass burger. Yeah. Anyway, here we are going to look at, again, this absolute absurd, absurd propaganda. Okay, let's play this clip for you quickly, and let's see if you guys at home can figure out what's wrong here. Okay? Here they are offloading the vegetable packages that we've been talking about. This is a, a little hamper that you get with about... I don't know, 30 calories worth of food. Yeah, that's the thing is these, if you added up the calories, we're talking like 100 calories total for a whole family for days. Yeah, let's go back there. Okay, I don't want to see this guy when, when it arrives. burger. Now, pay attention. Okay, just pay attention. You've got how many people in this line here? Like there's like 30, 50, so many people Two, in this four, line. Six, eight, 10, 12, like 12 people there. At least, yeah. Right, but, just yeah, right there. Okay, there's a truck. And they're busy offloading these packages and handing them down in a human chain to to a building, okay? I want you to notice something, though. <laughs> what is this? This is a parking lot. You can see the car's parked, right? Yeah. Now, if they were to reverse that truck, 
to where they're offloading these things to. They would require two people, maybe the driver of the truck himself and one other person could do it more efficiently than having, how many people are here? Like 50, 50 freaking people in a human chain for this bullshit propaganda that they keep pushing to say, look how well we're, look, we're really putting in effort to help the people. Why do they have 50 people in a human chain doing what um, about three seconds of reverse gear in a truck can do? You know, they'll do like multiple takes of this as well. They'll like pass yeah. it back. They'll, put, they'll load the truck back yeah. up so they can yeah. unload it again. Look, and it's not like there's any reason the truck can't reverse. There are cars parked there. It is a concrete road. It's a parking lot. The truck is there. Let's see. Hmm. Reverse. It's probably, if I were to guesstimate, that's about 50 meters. Yeah. So you could just reverse the truck 50 meters and negate all this garbage. Correct. It's pure theater. It's just theater. Like the Segway guy in the beginning falling flat on his face. It's just a waste of resources, and it's an insult to the people that actually need help. Yeah, yeah, massively. So, um, again, to juxtapose what's actually happening versus what the portrayal of this is. Yes, yeah. Let's keep going. There's, There's a lot more to cover here. It just makes me angry that they waste so much it's, time. It's just insulting. Yeah. You know. Oh, we're back to another, the, our board, well, I just Andy Boredom, you know. The propaganda. So this is deflection, right? Yes. This is a, a so this is a On paid March employee. 30, yeah. uh, China pays foreigners because for some reason they think it gives more credence to their message. Yeah. They pay this New Zealand guy. Notice it says Andy Boreham state-affiliated media, Chinese state-affiliated media. Mm. Uh, with lockdown starting tomorrow, I received a knock on the door. Go down and collect your Vegas. <laughs> does he not know how to spell veggies? I mean, for a journalist that went to one of the best schools in China, I'd think his spelling would be better. But the nah. local government has supplied all households in my area with a box of free supplies. Again, this guy's, if, if hell exists, this guy's going to hell. Yeah, absolutely. Because what you're doing is the vast majority of people that didn't receive their Vegas, mm. right? That didn't get their Vegas that signed up a long time ago. Yes. Right? Yeah. Sorry, I'll say veggies for yeah, now. Yeah, veggies, please. Uh, when, when they don't get them and they have a family with children, because this guy doesn't have kids or anything, right? Yeah. Not that I know of. Let's say you have three kids and you got your grandparents living with you too. Yeah. And you get one box of veggies and then the next day it doesn't even show up because sure. either it's been stolen or it's been fully booked. They're not even, they didn't say they're bringing it every day. No. It's every couple of days. Yeah, every couple of days. And not only that, we've had people being, been told that they're, they don't need it because they're fat. Yes. They yeah. don't need it because they're short. We've, yeah. Not even joking. This is eyewitness stuff. <laughs> they told us, please, you know, please mention this, but don't say who we are. Sure. So we have people saying that. Mm-hmm. We have situations where people haven't gotten it from the beginning. Yes. They haven't got it from the beginning because guess what? They don't have a Shanghai hukou. Yeah. So you know what? This guy here, if you want to talk, if you want to use those like loaded terms like white privilege and stuff, that's what this is. Yeah. Because the Chinese government is paying him. And he's getting his veggies, and they're making sure that he well, gets his veggies. Well, he's he's a, a propagandist. He he's a what is it? A presenter on sure. state media. So of course they're going to give it to him, so that he can so he present can this that. and put it out. Also, um, it's it's not stable what people get. Some people have been like receiving a a box of just garbage. You know what I mean? Like compared to other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Nonsense. Anyway, the fact of the matter is, um, some people are receiving a good amount of vegetables, a good mix. Some people are receiving a small amount of vegetables or just, you know, like the dregs. It depends. It's not stable. That's sure. what I'm trying to say. Anyway, um, you can also see the Chinese state media, this guy again, um, doing a nonsense for the Chinese government. 
once more because if you look on the other side, there was a video that went viral of a guy in Shanghai walking without a mask on and the guys were trying to force him to put a mask on. So he was just basically swearing at them, said, I'm tired of this, get out of my face. You know, well, We're not taking anyone's side no. here, by the way. But our uh, our little propagandist here goes, Chinese state affiliation, affiliated media goes and gloats about the guy getting arrested on Twitter, saying, a smoking 46-year-old Shanghai man surnamed Tian, so he has to like dox the guy, right. faces administrative detention after ref- um, refusing to comply with the city's lockdown measures. Currently, residents are not permitted to leave home. The video of the situation. So he's gloating about him being arrested. Look at this example. So he's now... Doing this is the work. Nazi shit. He's dude. doing the work of the CCP. This is like mm. gulag. Like this send him off to the gulag. Make an off. example out of this man. But Shoot he's a, him. He's a, a New Zealand person. Yeah. This is he, and he's working on behalf of the Chinese state. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what New Zealand's laws are, but like, holy crap, that's insane. Mm. Like going to go ostracize people. You're not the police, dude. This guy probably comes from a line of criminals. Let's <laughs> not throw all of them under No, the just him. Just yeah. him. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's move on. But, you know, it's kind of infuriating to see foreigners specifically um, working, working with and CBA, defending this yeah. kind of nonsense. Now, here's the thing. Remember we told you if you get tested positive, you get carted away to quarantine. Yeah. It would literally mean you get carted away to yeah. quarantine. Okay. Oh, they, we have. Yeah. Just and play it out. Take a look. But not only that, if you haven't been tested or if you didn't get your mandatory test for the day, you will forcefully, forcefully be removed from your apartment or dragged away from wherever you are to go and get that test too. So you can see in the background, I'll just get us out of here for a minute. Some people being chased down and dragged into... Um, yeah, look, we had to censor a couple of things here because sure. there is violence involved. The... We don't show the, it. No, the storm, we, we don't show idea. it. The stormtroopers, they want the people in the van, and when they resist, they will resort to violence, throw them to the ground, beat we, them. Yeah, we also have some shots of the inside of the van footage, too. Yeah, but they basically, Yeah, they basically go and they raid. They bring armed police. I'd like you to see, yeah, you can see how the security guards are all, you can see it in the corner, they're cordoned off an area mm-hmm. so that nobody can escape. Mm-hmm. So nobody can flee and run sure. through a little crack somewhere, you know? So they surround an entire area first, and then they go into the buildings and then they extract the people to be taken away to these prisons. Yes. Okay. Because that's all that they are. Is it's like right. a prison. I mean, these aren't just people resisting testing. These are people resisting. I don't want to be locked up. Because there were people that were locked up for 100 plus days in the last one. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, we Under got some, bridges and stuff. Yeah, we got some audio here. What's, what's happening? We'll just explain to you with the stormtroopers on the far right of the screen here is there's an elderly woman who hasn't been feeling well and she didn't go for a mandatory test, so they're mm-hmm. going to arrest her, okay? Because that's how it works. An old lady, yeah. Um, if, you, if you don't go for your mandatory test, they will arrest you. Her husband's like spazzing out on this. Well, I mean, they've pinned him down. Yeah. Well, he's not like fighting. Well, he's trying. He's trying to get his wife back. Yeah, of course. 
They take you away, and this is and this he, is not he shouted, "That's against the law!" Type yeah. thing to you know. She's in her pajamas, yeah. okay, and she's being dragged out. This elderly woman, I think she's sixty something years old, sure. if I remember correctly, sixty-seven or something. Um, and they're dragging her out to go forcefully test her, possibly put her in quarantine. She's sick and, and she's been sickly, and you know, hasn't been able to go and get a test or whatever the case may be mm. that day. Just shows you the kind of nonsense that's going on here. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> you got a bit of a mix on the screen here right now. No, I mean, it's all kinds of interesting yeah. things happening. Yeah, on the far right. Now, that was shot in... Where was that? I remember that's we... Shanghai. No, that's not Shanghai. That's not Shanghai. Where are you the, pointing? The, the, the people oh, kneeling. Oh, no, I mixed up yeah. because you're backwards yeah. on the screen. The guy's kneeling was... Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't remember where that yeah. was. But it, it's it's happening in the same time period, yes, yes. and it's in China. But people are being made to kneel down to get their codes scanned. Yeah, um, bizarre. Which is bizarre. Um, but yeah, now you can see them loading people onto buses to take them to yes. quarantine facilities. So you just remember the shots where you saw the, the top down? Now you well, can see this, the people going. Yeah, this is, it's an example. It's an example. This is different. Like you can see the yeah, quarantine buses over here. And uh, they're forcing people on. Right. And resorting to violence and actually just... We censor this. Yeah, we censor this. Don't, yeah, don't punish us. Don't punish us. We censor the violence. Come on. They're, they're just lightly tapping the people. Sure. Use your imagination. Yeah. To make sure that they get on the buses. They're they're okay, now this is important for us to talk to. What you see now are the volunteers, okay, up there. The red guards. The red guards. And the blur you see on the floor is an Ulama um driver. Okay? Ulama is a food delivery service. Yeah. It could be Mate One. Which matter. one is the one with the kangaroo? That's Mate One, isn't it? Yeah, yes. Okay, then it's Meituan. Sorry, my mistake. Or as the guy in the, the clip earlier said, Meituan, because he's in the north of China, and yep. they say Meituan instead of Meituan. But yeah, it's got like a yellow kangaroo yes, thing. So you can see the yellow blur. Okay, so that is a delivery driver who's currently being um, basically dogpiled by a bunch of these volunteers. Volunteers. Again, red guards. You have to yes. understand what a red guard is. They operate under Chairman Mao with impunity yeah. to go do the bidding of the Chinese government. Yes. And they don't get in trouble. I mean, they yeah. absolutely don't get in trouble no matter what they do. And they're, they're volunteers in that they, it's the, like I said, the worst kind of people getting together yeah. to go try to punish people. Like if things. you have a, a, a it's mob God, God complex, you know, yeah. authoritarian, and you want to be a bad man, you can just join these volunteer groups, you know, yeah. and you have connections with the local government, yeah. obviously. Anyway, so what they're doing is they're um, detaining and possibly going to go put this guy in quarantine or whatever the case. And like I said... I very highly suspect, and it has been confirmed by some people, that they are now thinking that these delivery drivers are spreading the disease now. That's, yep. They're like, well, where else can it be coming from? It's, it's only the them. government that can provide food and be the savior of the people. The mm. actual heroes, these food delivery guys that are working their asses off. Oh, yeah. Night, I mean, they're getting dogpiled and demonized now. Even before the pandemic started, these guys have a hard time. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they got a hard, oh, they hard got a ass hard job. Oh, they got a hard life and very dangerous on the roads. Yeah. They all get into accidents all the time. Right. Anyway. Um, so we just wanted to point that out again here. They're forcefully dragging people and beating them up and stuff, or sorry, lightly tapping them on the head with fists and feet to, in order to make sure that they comply and go to quarantine. Most of these are quarantine. They don't, people don't want to go away for indeterminate amounts of time. Yeah. yeah. In these, in these boxes where a lot of people aren't getting fed yeah. and they're h hanging out with a bunch of other sick people. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Locked up. It's not cool.
I mean, if you're asymptomatic, can you imagine yourself, right? As right. a, we'll talk about what's happening now shortly. But you, as a, a person living in the free world, okay, and you test positive for COVID. Let's say you get a home test kit sure. or something, and you're like, "Oh, I'm positive," but you don't feel bad. Like nothing's different. So and you decide you'll just stay home. Yourself. Yeah, you're like, okay, I'll just stay in my house for right. a couple of days until I test negative, right. right? That's the responsible thing to do, that's right? What, that's what I'll everyone just, does. Yeah. I'll hang out in my garden or something. I'll order you food, you know? Do, yeah. You know, yeah. that that type of thing. That's that's the kind of thing. But imagine you test positive and then you don't have a choice. Now the stormtroopers are going to come drag you out of your house, even though you don't feel bad, and put you into this ridiculous little cube or into this massively crowded gymnasium or something with hundreds of sick people, thousands of sick people. That you pay for. And you have to pay for it. And you're stuck there for days, weeks. You don't know. You because, don't know. They don't tell yeah, you. They don't tell you. And you're stuck there. Imagine what that feels like. Because that's what it feels like for these people. You wonder why they're resisting. They're resisting because they don't want to go to these places. Now that you painted a really good picture, I want to compound that with the fact that maybe you, imagine yourself being taken away from your home and you're like, oh, well, at least I'm going to be put into a medical facility. Let's say you have medication, blood pressure medication, diabetes medication, insulin, yeah. right? Well, it's funny because they're actually going to remove you from the place, your home, where you can actually treat those things. Sure. Because they're going to bring you to a place that doesn't have that stuff. They're no. going to put you in a huge dormitory or a metal tiny box where they're not going to give you the medication you need. Right. That's a huge issue. Correct. Now, there's been a lot of hoo-ha. And in fact, a lot of the um, pro-CCP guys have been tweeting about this and stuff about how the PLA, they're bringing in 20,000 troops or 40,000 troops. The numbers are all over the place right now. But let's just suffice to say they flew in. Um, military aircraft and they've flown in and bust in and trade trained in what do you even say how do you even say that brought in by train okay a lot of pla military doctors and nurses and, and medical personnel as they call them some but, of them were unfortunately some of them are just shanghai garrison members hmm. because they're brought in under the guise of epidemic prevention but what that means is security forces as well yeah i mean look here's the thing the PLA does step in whenever there's an, uh, a disaster, okay? Sure. That's part of what they do. Okay, I'm going to go back a little bit. The PLA does step in. And sure. they, for instance, if there's an earthquake, they go in there and they, they dig people out and they do that stuff, okay? And they bring, um, you know, whatever they do, sure. okay? Uh, and there's usually a big PR stunt surrounding this every time. But it's interesting about the timing of them bringing them in. Yes. Because they're bringing them in, them in now when suddenly there's a whole lot of unrest, okay? Sporadic um, little protests are breaking up. People have had it, right? Yes. People are breaking out of quarantine yes. in certain areas. People are starving. So I think it's a, a move by the government to bring the military in so that if things get out of hand and people start to rally together and start to well, revolt. They are. People are revolting. Yeah. But if it starts to revolt and it starts to get out of hand, the military is there to deal with it. Yes. Just like Tiananmen Square or any other number of things that they've put out in the, in the past. So I'm calling that. That's the reason no, they're bringing sure. in the I mean, think military. About, think about it like this. We've already seen uh, cases here where we've had thousands of people go and bust through barricades and take to the streets. Right. Yes. China hates that. That's that's the kind of stuff that can spiral out of control. Chinese government does not allow protesting, despite what people may may tell you. Yeah. The only protests that are allowed is if they're state sanctioned. You sign up beforehand, and it's not about the government. Yeah, maybe it's about property or a factory or something. Yes. These people are protesting the government. Government yes. lockdowns. That is not allowed. That is fully illegal. So they need to have the Shanghai garrison there and the PLA there to prevent any sort of snowball effect. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Correct. Um, crazy. 
Anyway, uh, now we're going to move on to a slightly more, in my opinion, um, terrible part of this whole lockdown, to be honest. Sure. There's a couple. There's two big, big topics we're going to have to talk about here, which is important for people to understand why people are being pushed to the brink over here. And the first thing is uh, sur- it surrounds children. Okay. Anyone who's ever had a kid knows what it's like. When you've got a kid, especially a very young child, an infant, when they're breastfeeding, when they're young, kind of any time before they're like, I don't know, four to six years old, they're very dependent on being near to their parents. Yes. Okay. Can I say something real quick? Yeah. Before we get started, I just want to make a little warning. This is like wicked disturbing. Yeah. I mean, I mean we're, it's, we're it's, not going to show anything. No, no, terrible. no, no. But I'm, I just want people to be emotionally ready because it's not sure. like, it's not, you wouldn't turn on TV and see this is pretty bad. Yeah. Well, it, anyway. It'll make you upset. If you're a parent, probably, yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, the fact of the matter is, what they've been doing, and here's the official notice in English that they passed around on uh, Weixin, which is WeChat. So I grabbed this off the official WeChat thing of the Shanghai something or other. They're, they're telling you the conditions under which you are allowed to accompany your child to quarantine. And the conditions are basically only if you also have COVID. Yes. Okay. So what's been happening is if a child, because everybody has to get tested. Remember, it's mandatory, right? Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you're like a hundred-year-old grandma or a, a, a two-month-old baby or even pets. They're literally testing cats and, yes. and stuff, which we'll get into a little later because that's not nice. Um, if the baby tests positive or the child t- tests pos- positive, they are taking the babies away and putting them in quarantine by themselves, away from the parents, okay? So we're going to show you a couple of scenes here from some of these quarantine facilities. And I actually got in touch with some doctors in China to ask them what the hell this is all about. So let's take a look. I like you to pay attention to the fact that they've got like these cribs, I suppose, where they are, have multiple infants that, to me at least, look, I don't know, two, two months old, yeah. all shoved in a crib. Now, apparently, um, what I was told through my communications is that for every 10 children, there's supposed to be one nurse. Okay? Yeah. That's what it's supposed to be. That's obviously not the case because there have been some some leaked footage of like, oh, 200 kids with 10 nurses. Mm-hmm. That, the math doesn't work out, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it depends on what's going on, really. But what they're doing is you've got a situation where you've got overworked nurses. Anyone who's had to look after little infants and children knows how difficult it is to look after one. Never mind 100 in a room or whatever the case may be. And it's the age that gets to me, you know? Yeah. So here yeah. you've got... A, a bunch of little newborns all stuck together. Here you've got a bunch of toddlers, probably like one, around about one years old. You've got wards that are just full of these, uh, of the children, right? Now keep, I just wanted, to, in case you just tuned in, this is a situation with babies, infants, newborns, mm. torn away from their mothers and parents. They cannot come see their kids potentially for weeks. Yeah, and in some cases given no updates. The the biggest issue with this is that, let's just say in some bizarre... Because this makes me super upset, obviously, being a parent. um, I think anyone can sympathize, but... I want you to understand the situation when you have all of these children being carted around, taken away from their parents. Can you imagine how traumatizing it is, especially for the toddlers and stuff? Yeah. That have kind of like a perception of, like, where is mommy and daddy gone, right? Yeah. But not only that... Mm Mm-hmm. 
you have a situation where there is absolutely no way in hell that the infrastructure is set up to allow proper care for these kids. Sure. Because what you're seeing is only the stuff that is even have has been allowed to be leaked, right? There is uh, there has been situations where the children have died, which yeah. we're going to be getting into. But listen, how is a nurse supposed to take care of twelve screaming babies, like you said? Sure. How is that possible? Right? Yeah, I mean, look, they've been the people that have went into the ward said the children are suffering from nappy rash and or you know diaper rash and the right. usual things that would happen when they're, sure. they're not looked after properly. Of course. But it's traumatizing, right? It's absolutely no, terrible. No mother or father is going to be able to deal with this. So of course, there's been a lot of unrest as a result. Yeah. A lot of the protests and crazy stuff that you've been seeing is actually. And as a result, taking people's children away. Yes. Right? You don't take someone's children away. And something that I've seen that makes me absolutely livid is that when people are having a discussion, I'm watching some of the, the paid Chinese government um, people that work for them, right? Yeah. Uh, some of the foreigners, American, an American in particular, basically saying, Yeah, I could never put up with this. They're actually saying, Yeah, this is absolutely insane, right? Yeah. But I can kind of see why they do it. Right. I can I can understand why the Chinese government does it. So what you're saying in that situation is me as an American, I, that's you know I wouldn't be able to handle it. No. But those Chinese people, they that's fine for them. Yeah, right? it's, it's abhorrent to say something like that. But on a grand on a grander scale, no one in any country would be able to handle this. This is yeah. is pure madness. It's insanity, right? And the fact that the government has control over if you can have possession over your child or not is yeah. mind blowing. And it, I think it's one of those situations where people don't know. They don't look at statistics, so you don't you don't realize that China is like number one seventy seven out of one eighty for countries for like freedoms in general, yeah. right? Yeah. It scores a nine out of 100 on Freedom House. You just think, oh, it's just a different country, right? Yes. That's when statistics start to make sense because the actual control, and if the government wants to, they can do anything they They can want. take your three, two-month-old yeah. infant child away from you, tear it away from the mother and father, a breastfeeding young child who needs the care that, you know, so much care at that age, and throw them in a random bed with a bunch of other screaming infants, all with different various diseases or levels of sure. COVID infection or whatever the case may be, in a quarantine facility where you have no control over what's going on. Now, when I did speak to the people in China, the, the doctors in China, they said it's kind of like a lottery. If you've got a a good nurse that's looking after the babies. Sure. They will call the parents and let them do like video chats and stuff. But that's rare. They're running ragged. They don't have time to do this. Look, mm -hmm. again, it's not the nurses and the doctors' faults here. No, no. And I have to stand on their side because Me they're too. forced into this situation. They have no control over that. The government says you must do this. Sure. Okay? It's absolutely awful that this is going on, you know? Yeah. Now... Now, look, there's been a, a specific video that went viral around, um, uh, you know, the Chinese Internet, which has sparked something which we'll talk about in a little bit here. It sparked an official denial. And this video over here, what you're seeing here is a mother completely freaking out. OK, for those of you who don't understand. OK, we're going to show this clip. It's pretty awful. We censor it. Yeah, of course we censor everything. And that's... She's freaking out because her, her child is dead, okay? That's something you don't want to go through. Okay? And now you can see, I don't know if that's the husband or the boyfriend or somebody over there is shouting for medical staff to come help. And I want you to pay attention to the stormtrooper over there. See, the stormtrooper over there is just standing there, doesn't do a thing, of course. Not my problem, right? 
What are you doing? How are you not help saving his her life, his yeah, or her life? Exactly. Just walk away. You know? It's heartless. So this Okay, no, never mind. <laughs> okay, this is a complete uh, change of scene here. But I, I just have to say that this particular situation sparked off quite a thing because this video went viral and allegedly the woman committed suicide after this. Okay, this yeah. allegedly, we can't confirm. And it went so viral that um, the, the Shanghai government actually had to release a... Um, a statement to say no it's with, fake with no proof yeah with no way. proof oh it's fake it's not true right they put out an official statement that says the baby was actually fine and rescued in the pediatric ward it's a lifeless child by the way yeah in the video. and she's freaking out and allegedly committed suicide but they, mm. uh, the the government does this stuff they do this with, with, the, with the beginning of covid when they shut up the doctors oh yeah they do this all the time they so, silence any of the people now, again, what we're doing is we're reporting on an alleged incident. Sure. Okay, but I can confirm, having watched the video myself, that uh, you're dealing with a very distraught mother and a lifeless child. Yes. Okay? And what they're dealing with, again, is they're dealing with the aftermath of this, the pushback that they receive when something goes viral. They're not dealing with the root cause of the problem, which is this ridiculous zero COVID policy that has led to all these mishaps. So anyway, take it for what it is. That sure. went viral. It got scrubbed off the internet. It caused a hell of a lot of a stir, and so it caused the government to put out an official um, statement that this, you know, denying it. Denying it. Absolutely no. But you know that statement caused a lot of unrest as well. Yeah. Because the people online said, "Okay, then show show us the baby. Show us the mother." Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. They're, they're, it's been completely wiped from the. Yeah, internet. you may not talk about no. this in China. So well, there you go. So, okay, let's move on to something else which is equally terrible. Um, well, this is good for context. Yeah, yeah, we just have to show you. Okay, now, what you're seeing behind us is, you know, a COVID test being administered in a very brutal way. Sure. That's awful, that poor kid. Yeah, I can't look at that Okay, anymore. no, it makes, makes my eyes water just looking at that. Yeah. But, unfortunately, both Simok and myself have seen a video of a dead infant that died. One-year-old, yeah. Yeah, that died because of uh, a test, okay? Mm. And, of course, when you've got a very young child like that, if you're rough and you shove a thing in there like that, into you can... Brain. Yeah, you can go through the soft tissue. They're too young, and it can mm. go into their brain. And uh, we've seen the video. We can confirm the video. The child is dead, and this is just <sighs> another one of these horrible things that have resulted, okay? So... Um, again, we've seen the video ourselves, so we can confirm seeing mm. the video. We're not going to show that. We don't no. want to show that it's kind of thing. It's just still messing me up. We absolutely have to let people know what we're being shown, what we're witnessing, um, because it's important for people to understand that this is not some amazing situation where the Chinese government is helping everyone out and being sort of so nice to everyone and helping by looking after everyone's health. It's a disgusting disgusting thing that's happening here anyway let's move on to something a little don't, there's not a little it's a little terrible a little the same <laughs> okay okay what's going on in this is you've got a stormtrooper here we just everyone's calling them stormtroopers okay for lack of a better word you don't know who's underneath those clothes you know it can be military these days you know they all wearing police. the same thing it could be the police it can be medical staff it could be anyone it could be those volunteer douchebags it can be anyone right what they're doing here is, if you listen to what he says, okay? Oh, 
Okay, he said he's looking for pets. Okay, I do, and I do want to set up the science behind this. Yeah. Okay. So, because of the lack of transparency in China about COVID origins or even how it works for the average person, the government has done such a poor job at admitting how it really works. Yeah. That they have attributed any sort of spread to such crazy things that now pets are involved. Yeah. So right? like seafood. Seafood. I mean, it's been clothing. It's been horse. It's, it's been, been a package that package, arrived from overseas. Ice cream. Yeah. Beef. Right. So it's gotten to the point now where if there's an, a, a dog or a cat or a pet inside of an apartment, when they go and look, yeah. they go and they kill that animal, right? Yeah. And the reason being is that they think, okay, well, we've cleaned out the, the people that are carrying the virus. Yes. But there's still a living being here that might have gotten COVID. And that, that just complete, like, unable to understand how the virus works creates vicious and disturbing policies that you're going to see here. Yeah. So as Simuk was saying, when the, when somebody tests positive, and there have been cases where if someone tests positive in a building, the entire building they kill all the pets. Mm -hmm. Okay, we've got that's that's not like a made up story. That's no. it's official. There's like official. Oh, there's I'm, official like yeah. government documents saying yeah. this. This is what we got to do, and the, the notices right. we can dig those up if we have to. But the fact of the matter is, um, when you test positive and you get taken away to a quarantine facility. They then some send people in stormtroopers to like this guy's looking for pets, like in to case in case people had hidden the pets, sure. you know, put them in behind the closet or you know try to hide sure. them. They're looking for pets to kill. Yes. Okay, um, and okay, one particular video went viral over here, which of course we're censoring. Don't worry, you're not going to yeah, see anything. Worry, yeah. I completely took the audio out because you don't want to hear a dog getting beat to death. And the boxes block everything. You can't see anything here, but of course. People have these home security cameras set up that they can watch from their phone, right? So this guy's now sitting in quarantine, all right? And he gets to watch the uh, these these quarantine workers uh, beat his dog to death, sure. okay? So this particular video, you can see it was shot on the 2nd of March, 2022. So three days ago. Yeah, a couple days ago. Oh, sorry, no, that's March. It was last month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry. So it's last month. This particular one went viral, right? Oh, yeah. This is the one that sparked off the whole thing. Yeah, because look, yeah. they've been doing this a lot. Sure. Okay. But this particular one garnered a bit too much attention, so much so that the uh, government released a statement saying like, oh, yeah, our our work policies were maybe a little out of line and the guys sure. were maybe they treated the pet a little bit rudely and roughly type thing. The, the timing actually for this is very important. Remember, yeah. this is a month ago because... What would, the government was claiming in this statement here was saying, okay, this one instance, we okay, we screwed up. Yeah, we and we will take, and we're 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 happy to take the suggestions yeah. of, people, of the people, you know, right? And that was being used in propaganda. But mm. the thing is, keep in mind, this is a month ago. This is still happening now on mass, yeah, on mass though, yeah, not just one. No, I mean here we've got the the guys with this again it's censored but there's a pile of dead dogs there are pets that they've killed and they're getting rid of those are dogs yeah those are dogs here are cats in bags okay that all you know like you hear about letting the cat out the bag this is putting the cats in the bag you know what i mean but quite seriously um the this is a very famous one from the late last year of a corgi that got beaten to death okay we which didn't show it no sorry. of course we don't we don't show it but yeah you, you get what we're trying to get at here is that this inhumane practice of going and killing someone's pet just because they tested positive mm -hmm. is standard practice now i saw a deflection of this like uh, like uh, mm -hmm. that statement that shanghai statement can you pull that up again actually yeah sure uh, 
saying like, we're sorry about that one instance, it's still happening today. Yeah. Because that actually didn't change. That This doesn't say we're going to change our entire policy and we're going to stop killing pets. Yeah. This says, oh, that one time, basically this is what this is saying is that one time we got caught, we're sorry about that. Yeah. We won't do that again. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're, they're still doing it on mess. And this is actually not something new. No. Um, it's not just a COVID thing. Whenever they had like a stray animal problem, they'd be like, okay, now you got to register your dog. So if your dog wasn't on the approved like communist worksheet of like, is that a corgi? Is that a German yeah. shepherd? Right. Yeah. Then they go and they would kill your dog right in the street. Right? Sure. Or they would go to your apartment if they find out and they'll kill it there. Sure. Right. They've done this killing pets thing on mass many, many times. Remember, there are no animal rights in China. No, are, but by the way, just exist. so you just so you know, there is no SPCA or whatever you call it. Sure. There's no humane society. There's nothing like no. that. Um, dog, you can beat your dog to death on the street and you will not get in, into any trouble, no legal trouble whatsoever. You can do whatever you want to animals. It's very evident in the way animals are treated in China, but there are no animal rights. No. So you have to understand that. So when they kill someone's pet, they're like a little bit, they're a little taken aback when people are like, what did you, why did you do that? They're like, well, because it's, it's just a COVID risk, you know? Right. And, it's just the new, and the again, new in China, it's always it's always when something blows up on the internet too much. So when mm. that one dog got beat to death, it created too much of a shitstorm, and that's when they have to release a thing saying like, "Oh yeah, no, we actually we have uh, disciplined the guy who did it." You know, it's it's totally okay. But that doesn't bring your damn pet back, does it? No, absolutely not. And it doesn't stop them from doing it to other dogs and cats and and various pets too. Yeah, I mean we've seen like uh, COVID testing. They're going testing on. chickens for fuck's yeah. sake with a yeah. Q-tip fish. Yes. In the supermarket. Yes. It's dumb. <laughs> it's like... crazy. And that's the thing is when you don't have any accountability or transparency, mm. stuff like this gets wildly out of control. So they're yeah. worried about people protesting or whatever. But actually the reality is people should be worried about how out of control the government's gotten. Yeah. I mean, when you're killing the dogs mm. and, the, and the cats unmasked. And, and taking your, baby your babies away. away. That's when you may have realized, ah, maybe this whole authoritarian thing's not really working out. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't, 1.4 billion people shouldn't live in servitude to one man that wants to get reelected within his own party. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. I agree. It's a huge issue. And here's here's the thing, right? I offered a public challenge on Twitter to the CCP shills, and I'm talking about the Jayo Nation, I'm talking about Barrett, I'm talking about Cyrus Jensen, I'm talking about Guelo 60, I'm People talking about I'm talking about all of these guys who have been linked to the Chinese government, do propaganda for the Chinese government, run defense for the Chinese government. I put out a public challenge for them to condemn these actions, the taking the children away and the beating of the pets to To say death. the government is wrong to do yes. this. Yes, and Chinese not government. one of them could give me a condemnation. A lot of them tried to attack my character. Well, one of them tried to attack my character. The other one tried to say, oh, I don't agree with it, but I understand why. Right. Okay? But none of them came out and said the Chinese government is doing something wrong. And it shows you how you cannot trust these guys because if they cannot criticize this very barbaric, very anti-civilized, you know, anti-human, and this very inhumane thing that the Chinese government is doing by taking away people's children and killing and murdering their pets, if you cannot even condemn that, then you cannot condemn any bad thing that the Chinese government does. It shows you that they're incapable of criticizing the Chinese government because they're spineless cowards. And they're under the thumb of the CCP and they're beholden to the CCP and they're beholden to their nationalist audience. And they're too afraid that they're going to lose their audience and they're going to lose their free meal ticket that they get from all this propaganda bullshit that they do. And they're despicable people. And they condone in silence this terrible barbaric behavior. 
And I just wanted to make that public because I did offer the public challenge for two days in a row and I didn't get anyone condemning it. Just wanted to say that. Anyway, um, <laughs> back to the show. I guess it's time for us to end this uh, rather awful part of the show, to be honest. We've, sure. we've shown people what's going on. I'm going to talk about a couple of other things. Hopefully we can throw in something a little humorous and lift the mood a little bit. You know what I mean? Okay, so the next thing we've got coming along is we actually... We're giving Soft Power Hour a skip today because it's all about what's new. We're going straight into Wumao Corner, guys. And this is where we talk about what the uh, haters and the Wumaos have been up to. Um, and uh, we got something a little ridiculous to start out with, to be honest. It's kind of funny. It's still related. It's within it's, the theme. Yeah, it's in the theme. It's sinister, but it's funny. Okay? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, so what you're seeing here... In China, there's this um, tradition of burning up offerings. Effigies and, and offerings. Effigies yeah. and offerings. And it's, it's quite amusing, okay? And I kind of like the idea behind it. You know, if you've sure. got a grandparent and they're, yeah. di- they're dead, what you can do is... Burn an iPhone. You, you, yeah, you burn like paper things. And then apparently in the afterlife, they receive these paper things. It's a fun idea. So you can burn paper cars, paper houses, paper women, paper money. It's ridiculous. You get paper iPads, all that kind of stuff, right? Mm. But I always thought, like, what use is a paper iPad? <laughs> you know, if you receive it, I, obviously they're supposed to receive a real iPad or whatever. But you can in burn, heaven, yeah, it turns. Yeah. So that what that one cent paper that you burn turns into a real life thousand dollar iPad. Yeah, and they also burn like gold bars and stuff. You've seen all that stuff, right? I sure have. So let's look at this this group of uh, presumably villagers. They're burning effigies to to the gods to basically ask them to get rid of COVID, okay? But mm-hmm. you, we'll play it first. Okay, we got to just tell you what they're saying. They're like, yeah, we, we implore you to let the COVID go away to mm. a different place. Make it go to America. Make it go to Japan. To, Japan, to, to like, you know, anywhere. <laughs> like anywhere else. Yeah. But they're like specifically, they're basically wishing that COVID goes China and, and goes, goes to, to America, America and, and Japan. Japan. <laughs> Just thought that was... It's, it's sinister. It's sinister. <laughs> oh, but it's also I don't, funny. These I don't, eyes are so they're evil. so dumb. I can't stand those... <laughs> freaking eyes from that journey i don't wish covid to go to china no why they're literally you praying psycho they are praying for covid to go to america and and japan yeah absolutely moralist appreciate that. yeah moralist little pieces of shit like how about <laughs> wow. you just trip over and fall in that fire mm. you know what i'm saying and to be fair this generation of this this person yeah. is hated all over China. Yeah. This is called the lost generation. Yeah. They grew up in Mao's time. Yeah. And they were the only people that didn't that survived through Mao's time because they were the snitches. They, they were, were the, the evil, evil ones. The evil ones that yeah. ratted people out, right? Yeah. So oh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what is that? Is that like Xi'an or something? Oh, you know, no. it's probably Eastern China. Yeah. If that's just that age of person has that accent no, in China. Yeah, yeah, it's like it, no, it, it's, it's an age an, thing, no, but dude. It's an area. I, sure, but that area. no, that that it's that because older people I, speak in dialects. I suppose, but it just I'm so familiar with that dialect. Yeah, it's a certain area. When I think of a, the experts, yeah, Trunalia, you know that kind of thing. Ooh, yeah, you know they always have that. Oh, you're talking about inflection. Yes, that's not, not a dialect. Yeah, yeah. inflection. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. 
His name. I'm calling it somewhere in uh, eastern China. Like yeah. Wenzhou, I, I, I want to know something like, why, in order to improve your situation, do you have to wish suffering on others? Because it's like ingaida. It's a, how do you yeah. say that in English? It's, it's like, like you, it, it's you're a supposed to. You're, you're supposed, supposed to, to yeah. right? Like, it, it like has you, to be somewhere. You disgusting old hags, you know? <laughs> Freaking hags. Go stir a pot somewhere. <laughs> anyway. Um, Zhejiang, yeah. Yeah. yeah I call it. It's Eastern China. Yeah. I call it. Definitely sounds like Eastern China dialect. Yeah, okay, cool. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know what's coming next. I think you guys know what's coming next. We got another, we told you, we told you. If any of these... <laughs> people in the chat. Yeah, <laughs> any of these piece of shit shills end up on Russian state media you again. You stop going on it. And yes. then you, you don't have to suffer this. So, you have to do it. Anyway, Sorry. yeah, let's take a look, guys, because we've got another one of the page shills who, you know, works doing propaganda for uh, the CCP. We, no, we do have to explain. There's a lot of new viewers, by the oh, way. Yeah. That's amazing turnout, right? Great. So what happens is China is currently doing Russia's propaganda because Russia's been banned. Russia's state media has been banned off a lot of social media. Yes. So China, being the eternal friendship with no limits, yes. said, okay, we'll run defense for you and we'll send our guys over to you, right? So they'll send over these, you know, the CCP, the Chinese government sends over these people that work for them yes. to go participate on Russian propaganda state media to kind because, of like I mean, they're, link they, them together. It all plays well together. They're both friends. Yes. Now, the fact of the matter, this, um, this, this weird Scottish dude over here, okay, he runs a show called The Mother of All Talk Shows, which is previously, it thing. still is, is yeah. a Russian state media sponsored show for sure. RT, Russia Today. Right. Okay. But since the big sort of ban of Russian propaganda, they've removed the RT logo from the top and they've continued to produce it, just release it on through different channels. And hosting the mm. CCP shills. Yes. So they host CCP shills. They still have Russian propaganda talking points. That's still the main reason for the show is it's yeah. Russian propaganda yes. and using the Chinese, um, you know, shills on it. And they removed the RT logo to try and trick people. So we put it back. Yeah, so that it's not black. So, yeah, we put it back. So if you're wondering why there's an RT logo now, we just put it back because that's where it belongs. Yes. And that's where it comes from. Okay. So anyway, let's see who's going. They good. had another one on. This is what, number six. We keep telling them, don't host CCP shills and we won't, we won't parody this. Yep. So anyway, let's take a well, look. What's going on? My name is Brian Berletic, and I'm very glad that he has joined me. First of all, thank you so much for having me on. It's an honor and a privilege. Now, would you like me to be the cat? Abs absolutely. Good pussy cat. Good girl. Good girl. Now make your lips look all cream all over your whiskers. Yes. Good protect. Good That's better. Well, what a good kitty. No trying day with all those people coming into the house. Yeah, so, of course. Um. <laughs> you know what's interesting about this show? What? Brian uh, Berlitic. Yes. He is, he's a China shill now. Yeah. But he also still is a Russia shill. Yeah. And he was previously contracted by the Russian government mm. to work for them. Yeah, interesting. Uh, for their propaganda. And now he does uh, pro, 
Thai Thai government propaganda and pro CCP. So propaganda. So he's basically he, a tanky for hire. He's all over the place, you know. You, yeah. you give him a call, you go to back pages. You just, yeah, yeah, you're lonely yeah. one night, you know. He might so, reach you a little yeah, propaganda. Exactly. Anyway, um, yeah. we just always have to include whenever one of these shills ends up on. Uh, Cat Galloway show, we're going to show it. And they all seem to be going there right now. It's, it ties them all together. Stop. Yeah, I know. It's literally outing yourself <laughs> yeah. that Russia and China are working together yes. for propaganda. Just don't do it. Mm, Find yeah. other ways, like sneakier ways. Exactly. Anyway, let's, uh, shall we hit our worldview? Yeah. Let's get it done? Okay, we're going to hit worldview, guys. And uh, that's, well, let's just take a look. Worldview, we talk about what's happening in the world, specifically with regards to China. And, um, well, Unfortunately, Namawi or Namewi, why do you even say it? Namawi? Yeah. I'd say it's Namawi, right? Yeah. Yeah, Namawi, who we featured oh, quite a while ago now, like a year ago, last year sometime. Um, he got hacked. So well, let's explain who he is. He he's is a Malaysian rapper. Yeah, so he's a Chinese Malaysian yes. rapper. Yeah, he okay. raps in Mandarin. And he made this fantastic song called Fragile, Yes. which speaks about the... Um, the Chinese glass heart, the, the Wu Mao's basically. The Wu so the paid internet trolls that the Chinese government pays money to go and spread dissent around the world to make sure that everyone pays good attention to China and says China good. Mm -hmm. And then anything that speaks out against the Chinese government, that's bad, right? Correct. So they went, uh, he went to go make a song to combat them because they've always hated his stance on, he's, he's pro-freedom. Yes. He's anti-CCP. Correct. So anyway, um, he, he had a YouTube channel which... Because of his massive exposure by huge making popular. this video, made it all the way to 3.7 million subscribers. Okay, huge, massively Six popular. Six billion views. Yeah. Six billion views. The guy is, like I said, is a talented artist. And, you know, he's also a human rights activist in a way by making this. Yeah. And he got hacked by Russian hackers. Yep. Okay. Because, you know, the Russian and the, the CCP. Here we go. They work together. Related, so. Yeah, they're totally related. Uh, so they they hacked his account and they actually deleted all of his videos off of his channel, okay? And they replaced the title um, with basically very a very derogatory, like, F your mother, you know, a, you... A homophobic slur. So, yeah, just take, take just say homophobic slur and, and remove phobic slur, and that's what they called him. Yes. Yeah. That's what and they called okay, anyway. They called what? him <laughs> just what? That's anyway, that's, they called him a pile of sticks. <laughs> yes, there we go. They called him a pile of sticks. Um and they called him um well they said F your mom mother and all that kind of nonsense. Okay, some terrible things. So sorry, it was three point two seven, not three point seven, three point two seven. Sorry, one point four billion views. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That's huge. That's as many people as there are in China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So each true. Chinese person watched it once. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, the fact of the matter is, it's awful to see this happening, and hopefully, YouTube will set this right and actually, um, you know, reinstate his channel. What I wanted to say is the absolute little bitch attitude of these hackers that they mm. did this, like the whoever did this, right? Mm. Whoever I should say, whoever arranged this to happen, like the Wu Mao. Yeah. How ironic is it that this Chinese Malaysian guy puts out a song about how? glass-hearted Wumaos can't handle any criticism about the Chinese government, so they go out there and whine like little bitches, and yeah. then they go and take that song down. Yeah. I mean, how ironic is that? So insecure. So freaking insecure. It's exactly what the song was about. Yeah, absolutely. So you know the Streisand effect is going to be so bad. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's just terrible. Anyway, so that brings us to the end of uh, Worldview. We are going to basically move in now to our final section, which is our Q&A section, which yeah. we title Yamcha, which for some reason I no longer have the freaking title That's for. Fine. I'll fix it. So it's Yamcha time. And for those of you who don't know how this works, it's very different this week because it's a Tuesday and it's not Friday. But usually we leave the Yamcha segment up over the weekend. And we'll leave it up for the rest of the week this week, maybe. Sure. Um, and then we cut it off on Monday. So you get to watch it now. And we just basically relax, answer your questions, have a chat. I know this is a very serious video, and that's why it's released early. And that's why we didn't you know, include a hell of a lot of humor this time, even though we had a lot of humorous things to show you. We'll save that for next week's yes. Friday show, which will be back on track on Friday. Sure. Um, so we have Will Smith slapping Xi Jinping. I just had to include this. He's a new member. Yeah. Uh, he said the PLA equals puppy lactating army and showed a milk dog. Oh, excellent. Which I thought was great. That's pretty incredible. Yes. Yeah. Charles Womack, thank you very much. Mm. Jim Flagg, thank you very much. We'll always shed light on this. Mm. Uh, Shaze says, Shay says, Slava Ukraini. Mm. And Piggy Maximus says, my humble donation to get Sea Milk to 1 million subscriber fund. Yeah, road to a million for me. Let's do it. You got to get me that uh, gold play button. Yeah. I heard through the grapevine. That Chinese ox stole your play button en route to America and made a new gold chain out of it. Oh, man. <laughs> we'll find out if that's true. It'll be a real cheap been, gold chain. He's been pretty quiet. Yeah, he is. Uh, Ninjaru, thank you very mm -hmm. much. Matt M, uh, about that fall. He, you donated to laugh about, about the, the fall. fall. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. uh, Adam Scholey, let's get up to a $1 billion worth of donations. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. Thank you very much. Appreciate <laughs> wow. that. And that five Canadian dollars is chipping away at that oh, hell billion yes. mark. Road to a billion. Mm -hmm. uh, Bork Bork, Tuesday is Soylent Green Day. Okay. Uh, Thomas Sitterbich says, I am so happy to catch the show live. Can you play Cotton? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, wait, wait. I just got it. Let me turn the volume down here a little bit because otherwise it's going to... a bit ear rap, eh? Yeah, okay. I'll take it down there. Okay, let's try it. You ready? Oh, sorry. That was at full volume. <laughs> why did Oopsie. It, why did it snap Oopsie. Down? Sorry about that. Oh, okay, no. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do it again. Okay? Ooh. I'll do it again. You ready? There we go. That's better. Okay. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, classic logic says, I wonder why the Chinese spend so much money to show off China by showing the opposite of what they're doing, yet just refuse to do the right thing, which is what they say they're doing. Yeah. Why not do what you're showing off? Yeah, you're talking about the Chinese government. Uh, again, in propaganda, uh, an image is more important to save face than to actually put in the effort to do something well. Correct. Uh, Rick, JK, are you worried about Elon Musk's recent investment in Twitter? I wonder if he might use it to further his economic ambition in China. Winston and I both yeah. talked about that this morning. Yeah. Yeah, I actually do. I'm looking at it from a negative perspective myself. Mm -hmm. um, just because of the allegiance he's shown to China. Sure. Uh, the Chinese government. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm, I am concerned about that. Um, I, I I don't know, man. It's tough to it's tough to gauge. Twitter's such a toxic thing. And I know because I... Is, I yeah. I do get involved in it too, and I understand how toxic and terrible it is, but it is very biased and very sort of one-sided. Bringing him in might balance a few things out, but at the same time, my big concern sits with uh, what Seamilk has to say about his allegiance to China. Yeah. Um, Lightseeker, hey Matt, always already asked Serpent ZA about this before, but does this have Chinese spring potential? The problem with that is that before anyone gets excited about this being some sort of massive, you know, regime-changing event, 
Mm. Number one, we never advocated for regime change in China. I think sure. people get confused about that. We've never advocated for regime change. We want the Chinese government to liberalize and become a good entity, a yeah, moral the, entity. It was it was heading that way when we were living in China, and it was not opening up more and more the Chinese yeah, government. But it just kind of went backwards. Right. So the issue with this is is that. You have people in certain areas, like in Shanghai, that are freaking out right now, getting getting some of the stories out, like we've covered. But why this doesn't turn into a massive revolution is because people are not communicating to each other about that. Because、yeah. China has an intranet, not an internet. They、yes. control every single piece of information that's disseminated. They shut everything down when it gets out of control. They do not allow people to organize anything. And because your online identity is not anonymous at all, there's no avenues for that in China.、Sure. You have to have everything tied to your ID card in China, which is tied to the central government. That's why is, those volunteers can turn up at your door. Correct. <clears throat> They have access to everything that you do. Yes. So you don't have a potential where people would ever even be able to get more than twenty people together to have a meeting about something. That's like right. That, right. Yeah. So that's that's a huge issue. Yeah.、Uh, Dude, Bub says, is the situation in Hong Kong and Shenzhen the same? No. There's two different、uh, ways of dealing with things. Shenzhen's lockdown is has been a lot smoother than Shanghai's, and I know people living there who are very annoyed with the lockdown. But it hasn't been as draconian. Certain areas, yes, definitely.、Mm. Certain areas, especially like outside the gates, so to speak, in those more you know like Longhua type、yeah. Buji areas or whatever, they're a bit more like you'll get certain areas that are still completely boarded up and they've got barricades、sure. all around them, and they still haven't been able to get out for like weeks now. But you'll get some areas that are kind of opened up a bit. It's different, but to varying degrees, it's still horrible and inhumane. Right. Correct. You know.、Um, yeah. You're absolutely correct.、Mm. Uh, Vtech Nine studied in China for three years. I want to continue, but there's no way I'm going back to mainland until the CCP falls.、Mm. Usually we say or changes, right? Yeah. Or yeah. liberalizes.、Yeah. Uh, should I go to regime、Taiwan? change? Yeah. yeah. Yes. It doesn't have to even have to be a regime change. They just have to stop being bad. Yeah.、Right? Exactly.、Behave. Stop being CCP. Should I go to Taiwan or is the invasion coming soon? Singapore, somewhere else. I, I think you absolutely go to Taiwan, Taiwan dude. Taiwan's、sure. amazing. Look, you can go to Singapore; it'll be safe there. But you know what?、Not、Singapore's freaking boring in comparison to Taiwan. No joke. I'm not even trying to make that its up. It's got its charm. It's of course it does, but it's freaking boring. It's tiny as well. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like it's a city. State. It's a city, and it's nice. It's high tech. It's great. It's amazing. You will enjoy yourself there, but it's freaking boring, dude. Go to Taiwan. Taiwan is fun. It's an adventure. It's interesting. There's a lot、sure. more, a lot more to it than a freaking lion mermaid thing. What is that thing? A merlion. The merlion. Yeah. Merman. Not that there's anything wrong with a merlion, by the way. Not that there's anything wrong with a merlion. If you、sure. want to be a merlion, you be a merlion. You be a merlion all <laughs> yeah, you want. Come on. I'm just saying, like、yeah. Sing- Singapore. Yeah. We're very progressive when it comes to merlions. Like Singapore, like I said, it's great, but it's freaking boring and it's super expensive.、I'll、tell you what, it's not Singapore. It's very wealthy. Yeah, Singapore wealthy. Yeah, yeah. Be you'll be a, you'll be Singapore be, if you go you'll there. You'll be Singapore too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You empty your pocketbooks there from chewing gum fines. Yeah, yeah.、Anyway. Don't you go? They don't even sell it there. Don't get caned on the back. Yeah, yeah. Or you're selling porn or whatever. <laughs> like chewing gum. There's a lot of weird anyway, laws there. Anyway, Taiwan's awesome. Go to Taiwan. Yes. Uh, Crab Man. Also, <laughs> Singapore is not a full-fledged democracy, and Taiwan is. So,、yes. if you want to support a democratic country, a、got、burgeoning,、it. blossoming democratic country, go to Taiwan. Taiwan. Seventy-two、uh, hours ever. Seventy-two hour workdays. 
huge wealth gap and no social programs. The CCP has a strange idea of communism. Yeah. <laughs> May the workers revolt again. I like, is he Crab Man like the, I don't know, is he like the arch enemy of Clam Man? I think so. I yeah. think so. I think there needs to be some lore for Crab Man. Yeah, we'll have to figure it out. Yeah. Wait a boo, how bad must it be to affect Xi's reelection? Well, it have to get it it doesn't matter how bad it gets. Uh, she ultimately retains complete control over the country. Um, when we talk about this internal election, there's really no chance he won't get elected. It would have to be a massive screw up. Yeah. That being said, when I say it doesn't matter how bad it gets. I'm talking about if this somehow spread or ignited some sort of revolts within the country, that would be bad. Yes. Uh, but it doesn't really matter how many people die. It doesn't matter to the government if the, the people are unhappy in certain areas because they have such tight control over yeah. the populace. Right. You can always mobilize the army. I mean, China, the Chinese government has shown us time and time again they're not beyond running over thousands of people with tanks. So, sure. you know, it's yeah. not something that's above them. Yeah, correct, correct. Or below them, I should below say. Below them, yeah. Uh, Peter Welty, boys, time to test your understanding on Uncle Xi's thought. What is Pooh Bear's favorite Nintendo character? The answer is Bowser. Yeah, nice. Your Bowser. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys are great. You guys are great. Great. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Great. Uh, a. Watson, thanks for keeping us updated. It's sad news, but we can't become better people or nations without seeing and responding to unjust acts. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. Uh, Kate, Kate Toth Swiss says, I'm here to chew bubblegum and stay awesome until I'm all out of bubblegum. My scream name is Kate to the Swiss, good sirs. All right, Kate Swiss. Nice. Kate to the Swiss. Ontis Farmer, thanks for making the best content and telling it like it is, given the state of the world. 2019 was the best year in history. Stay awesome. Yeah, you know, we struggle We struggle a bit. I got to mm. be honest with you. You know, when we we're preparing for this, it's mm. depressing to deal with all the stuff that we have to see because we don't show you everything, obviously. No. We can't. Um, but also we struggle with the fact that um, we are limited as to what we can show you on YouTube as well. And, you know, we I have mean, to... We won't be... Up, we're not monetized. No, this. This, this cannot be monetized. And that's the thing. It's almost as if, you know, YouTube doesn't want this truth out there. I know that's some conspiracy nonsense. They've got their terms of service. You're not allowed to show violence and things sure. like that. But it's so important for us to show what's actually happening because if we couldn't show you what's going on, uh, many people would just call us liars yeah. or just not believe what we have to say or maybe it wouldn't have the same impact as actually seeing it happening. So we have to walk this fine line between showing you what we need to show you from a moral point of view sure. and not showing you what we need to show you from a, a point of view of surviving. Yeah, for That sure. makes sense. For sure. Um, NSBD99, thank you very much. Thank you. Striker Ren, yo, Matt and Winston, long-time viewer, first-time Super Chat, sub from Puerto Rico, lads. 70s rear-wheel drive Japanese card build when? That's, that'd be a dream of mine. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, there'd have to be like a Fair Lady Z or something, right? That'd be fun. Lo love to do it, though. Yeah, be great. Uh, Shay says, highest viewer count ever. Uh, close. We had 5,900 before, but this is very high. Yeah. Uh, Kali Weyman says, uh, hey, guys. Oh, he's got the red, John, the red John logo. Uh, it's from The Mentalist. I really like that show. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, super cool show. Uh, shame we didn't meet mm -hmm. Where oh, when I ran my bar in Juhai. Congratulations on your format. Uh, I'm a big fan of you both. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Oh, what was your, oh I'm curious to what your bar was called because I went to Juhai quite often. Me too. I went all the time because my wife lived in Macau. Mm, yeah, it was. I, I've been to a couple there. Anyway. Me too. Right on the... I don't want to get into it. Yeah. Anyway. Kelvin58, <laughs> live on Tuesday. Glad I caught... Caught it. Keep up the good work. So glad you escaped the Soviet Republic of California. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, I'm going to go out there and say this, though. Yeah. Um, I 
I preferred California in almost every way. Sure. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a reason yeah. people like to live it's, there, right? It's every, almost everything about life is better. Sure. In California compared to where we live now. So. Yeah, except for uh, some freedoms. I guess, yeah. Sneaky Jolteon. Freedom to not smog your car. That's, that's one thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel but then again, you do have freedom to drive your car anytime you want. Yeah, that's kind of a the give and take. Yeah, yeah, of, sure. Uh, I feel bad for that guy in the Segway. He landed right on his body meat plate. He certainly did. And you know what? He's going to... We'll live in the fear. <laughs> probably, because now he's... Dude, probably. That poor guy is like, you made us look bad, you know? Like, you never get to be a part of this ever. It's again. not his fault. Right? No, of course yeah. not. Um... Return to Orc Monkey. I haven't seen you in a while, Orc Monkey. Yeah. Uh, that guy falling off the se- Segway really has me living in the fear of using sets <laughs> oh. of the We'll live in the fear. Yes. Uh, JZH4Freedom, thank you for reporting on this. Any normal Shanghaiese who has common sense would under- understand the true reason behind this lockdown, and I know exactly yeah. what you're saying. And to Honestly, there is something to it to be ultra-brutal to the Shanghaiese people, because Shanghai has always been the outlier of mainland China, the yeah. ones that don't fall in line with the Communist Party. Yeah. And this is a great way to test the limits of that, Correct. to be honest. Correct. Uh, Rag, hey, guys, I decided to donate because I was able to catch a live stream due to work. Thanks for speaking the truth about She's Middle. Thank Kingdom. you. Much appreciated. AG Play, thank you very much. Uh, Meso Pable says, free people want free people. Thanks for talking and reporting. Yes, Pleasure. Right. Yeah. Uh, Power shift. I'm glad the PLA was brought in to help Shanghai. The only success they've ever had is beating on unarmed civilians anyway. CCP is starting to look very, very desperate. Yeah, and again, you know, you, you, you cannot look at this as a completely altruistic thing. I mean, the fact that they're bringing in the PLA is a very menacing sign. Of course, sure, they need more manpower to deal with the testing. You're testing 25 million people, and it's not like you're testing them once. People are have to, they have to be tested every day. You know, it's crazy stuff. So you need the manpower. So I understand there's a possibility it's just that, that they need this extra manpower. But I think at the back of their minds, they're like, this is also a good thing for us to do in case things get out of hand. Sure. Especially all the pushback that's been happening about the the children thing, which, by the way, they've now released an official statement, which I got like on my phone a few minutes ago, that they're going to be considering finding a way around this because it's causing too much trouble. Yes. You know what I mean? Good point. Good point. So, you know, they might actually allow child parents to go and quarantine with their kids because this has caused international outrage. Again, you know how the Chinese government works is they'll get away with anything as long as there's no pushback. Have you noticed that? Do whatever they want. But when you get like massive, it has to be massive pushback. It's got to be huge. It's got to be the international community. It's yeah. got to be like they've got to lose face on the international stage. And then they're like, oh, you know what? It's like that apology letter for beating the dog to death. Like, oh, yeah. you know what? Yeah, maybe the, that one person didn't do a great job. So we fired him. We're going to discipline him. We're going to do it yeah. 100 times. And, and we'll listen tomorrow. to your feedback yeah. from now on. Yeah, duly noted. Yeah, duly noted. It's too late when you've already, like, you know, done the, the dirty deed. You know and what I mean? And you still do it. And you're more. still doing it. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't stopped. No, they haven't stopped. Uh, dovetail, meaning of Shanghai in Cambridge Dictionary, to force someone to do something or go somewhere. How prophetic. It is. You know, like you say, yeah, he was Shanghai yeah. or whatever. That, yeah. yeah. Those kids have been Shanghai. <laughs> Literally. So, Rook42, what's the probability of a parent never seeing their kid again due to a tracking mistake happening? Absolutely. I mean, it's possible. Of course it's a possibility. You can't, you can't count that out. Well, I mean, I was reading that one story of the woman who tested positive, and so they took her away, and they took 
her kid into uh, one of these quarantine facilities and she wasn't able to track down or talk to or know where her kid was for like a week. Imagine how distraught you've got to be. You know, so what she ended up doing... Was there proof that they reunited them though? um, Yeah, I believe so. But the fact of the matter is that um, whenever she asked, they just said, oh, your kid's fine. They wouldn't tell her where the kid was or what's Mm. going on. They're just like, no, it's fine. Mm. I mean, that's got to be the most terrifying thing as a parent. Horrific. You know, you yeah. don't know where your kid is. You don't know what's happening. Nope. Who's looking after them? Nope. You know? Terrible. Um, Anthony Saints. Hey, guys, this is the show you that the CCP is failing in every way. I guess they're living in the fear. Oh, this is a popular one today. We're living the it's fear. Like the only one. No more. <laughs> <laughs> you got to throw something else in there. Yeah. David Pei says, well, which means like, you have my sympathy. Yeah. Max Chong says, uh, Hong Kong are here. Mass killings of pets aren't just a thing in China. The Hong Kong government started a mass killing of hamsters because one of them got COVID. Yep. I'm glad to say my grandma's hamster is still alive. You hamster smuggler, you. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a huge genocide. I remember hamsters. they killed all the hamsters in Hong Kong. Yeah. So dumb. This is not really a genocide. It's an animal. It's like a hamster side. Yeah, I suppose so. Hamster side, I guess. Yeah. Uh, my Amy Trong Yahoo says you are both very sharp and you have good morals and you're so brave. Thank you, Winston and Matt. Well, thank you. Very thank much. you. That very means nice means a lot to us. Thank you very much. Iski says projection. Oh yeah, great. Where is that? <laughs> Where? Oh. Projection. Projection is when. Um, it's when the CCP says anything. Yeah. Well, yeah. one of the wolf warriors, for instance. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they're true meaning. It's like when they had that shill eating a hamburger. Yeah, exactly. Freaking that, that doesn't that just annoy you? Yeah. Projection. Uh, John Lee says, oh, son of a mother. You know, I can eat a hamburger here. Look, it's so free. The, this is the terrible lockdown in China that I can eat a hamburger and, and eat an ice cream or whatever the hell he's doing. Meanwhile, it's so insulting. Chinese people are actually in a horrid lockdown with yeah. no vegetables. And they had been. It's not like this happened after the fact. The whole province of Jilin still like yeah. everyone's locked down and it's yeah. a freaking province it's a huge it's a huge amount, yeah. amount of people yeah exactly not only that all over the country people are suffering horrible lockdowns where they have to try to survive off of boiled tap water and and freaking a, a hamper of vegetables every once in a while like what is this yeah Oliver Twist just just in Jilin province yeah. alone all what well, you know it's like a bowl of gruel yeah you, please sir can I have some more yeah. no yeah no what the hell you know and there he is like flaunting his dry ass burger with no sauce and lettuce on it mm-hmm. weirdo it's like he's, he's like speaking to all the times people are some of the weirds and we'll begin each yeah exactly it's so horrible rubbing it in their faces what an immoral prick yeah anyway sorry um john lee says thanks for re- representing the voiceless in our china you're very welcome uh, you guys can never be rewarded enough for what you do for the Chinese hum- China's human rights today. You're both truly treasures. Thank you. Thank very you. That much. means really a lot to us. That. That, that especially means a lot coming us. from a Chinese person. Yeah. Uh, shooter down under. Thank you for exposing this. Believe it or not, there are people who are pushing for the same policies in the West and they use propaganda from China. Yeah, of course they, they do because they've out. never experienced it. No. It sounds wonderful on paper to some people anyway. Oh, the zero COVID policy. Look how they beat COVID. Oh, really? Look <laughs> oh, how they yeah? look how they beat dogs. Yeah, that's good point. That's true. You know, come on. <laughs> no, I mean, quite seriously though, it's very, very frustrating where you see ignorant people latching onto what the Chinese government says and just eating up their propaganda and using it as an example of what we should be doing over here, type yeah. thing. Don't go live in China. Go, please, go experience it for yourself. 
And I'm not talking about a little, oh, I've been in China for three or four years and I love it here. I'm talking about over a decade. You've got to invest in the place like we have. 14 years, 10 years, have families, Chinese families, families, you know, friends, everything. Learn the language, learn everything. Really invest in the country to understand it. Thank you. Thank you to Gaijin for saying bless you. Oh, nice. Getting mad allergies for some reason. Um, glad mm. to see you both in your spots from Iski. Sea milk looking more comfortable this week. Say awesome. I'm getting doing much better. Thanks. Yep. Griffin, you're out. Imagine hell is just a small room with a TV playing that cat video on repeat <laughs> forever. That would be hell. That's awful. <laughs> oh, wow. It's got to be loud though, so it vibrates with his purring. You know, and with that woman when she's like moving around and you hear all those creaks and stuff, that's going to be hell where you can feel it, you know? You have like a nice sound system. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just like it. there's a big bass right under the floor, like a big sub. Big sub. Yeah. That's yeah. all you feel. Yeah. Oh. Uh, pick up that can. Thank you very much. Don't understand what your message means. David Pay. Wow. Friday already. It's bloody outrageous. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. That's bloody outrageous. <laughs> uh, Bruce Nichol. Thank you very much. You know, what we haven't mentioned today is freaking. We have to. We have to mention Ballsack. Okay, all right. He, all right. You know, I've just been reading some articles, and they've released a whole bunch of the emails between Ballsack and Fauci and all those people. And the guy is so complicit in all this nonsense, it's not even funny. Sure. Yeah, if anyone sure. wants to just search Eco Health Alliance, Eco Death Alliance, you'll find out what Ballsack's been up to. Um, and I'll give you a little bit of an idea of how he helped the Chinese government completely run defense and deflect people away from where the virus actually came from it's true yeah awful guy anyway good noise cancellation mm. uh david 11 cheers beers gentlemen great show by the way thank, thank you. you very much mafsiata why is none of this covered in the news in europe oh you'll probably get it a week later <laughs> i mean hopefully uh, they do their due diligence oh, they, will, they will they will yeah uh, or or Cavino tried Baijiu for the first time. Smells great, but <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Smells great? Maybe he's got a nasal like infection. <laughs> paper bags dipped in markers. <laughs> it's not that bad, but it's it's like turpentine, you know. Yeah, smells great, but you weren't wrong about it being gasoline. Um, and but again, there are worse Baijiu's than others, and yes. a lot of the ones you can buy in the West are the worst ones you can yeah, buy. Yeah, it's weird, eh? It's weird. Mm. Uh, Runrunner, here's an awful thought. If the CCP stormtroopers do this to their fellow Hanren, imagine how they're locking down minorities in Tibet and Mongol, Mongol, Mongolia, etc. Yeah. 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 I haven't seen, I'm a Chinese, and I'm honestly scared to go back and get positive imprisoned. Uh, while I have not been back back for a long time, it's bloody outrageous. That's bloody outrageous. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. There's a lot so of Chinese many people, people coming out today. I appreciate it. You yeah. You know, it is incredibly scary for someone to catch COVID um, in China. And it's yeah. not, they're not scared of the disease anymore. No. They're scared of the, the repercussions. Because if you test positive, you get screwed over mm. with that whole health code thing and you get ostracized by yeah. society. It's like a leper. Yeah. They literally, your friends, your family will be like, oh, whoa, stay away from me. Get out of here. You know, yeah. it's awful. It's a terrible thing to happen to someone. And of course, it destroys your, you cannot work, you cannot go anywhere, you cannot do anything, you're done. You know? Marit Stripmetter says, I can't insult the people who deserve it as Google blocks my speech. Here's So have some beer money. Weird. Oh. Um, we did not. Marit, we would never censor you because you're a friend of the channel. Yeah. Um, we also don't censor people unless they're being just vulgar pieces of trash. Yes. Um, yes. Anyway, I'm sorry, sorry about that. It must be some sort of trigger word for the, the yeah. moder- auto mod. Mm-hmm. Uh, free speech respecter, how different would China be if the Taiping Rebellion succeeded? What would a Christian China be like? I have absolutely no idea. Can't live in hypotheticals? Yeah, yeah uh, Maybe you can see a little bit. Look, if you look, South Korea's got a lot of Christians. Um, sure. 
and uh, there are a lot of Taiwanese Christians as well. Way more in Korea. Yeah, yeah. Like it's the majority of the country. Taiwan's a very small percentage. Yeah, so just take a look there and you can kind of get a vibe. Sure. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not I, saying I Koreans are Chinese, by the way. I also also saying that the Taiping Rebellion government would materialize into something anything like South Korea or Taiwan, as we have no idea. Yeah. Da for Anchu says, uh, oh, Da Anchu, <laughs> I get it, it's the tones. Mm-hmm. Um, Taiwan. Taiwan needs to give up co- zero COVID now, it's despairing. Interesting. Nikolai Rubin, thanks for your job. Yeah, well, Taiwan's actually been very successful. From the, yeah. They've probably been the least fr- affected actually, country. My friend uh, just went on a scooter trip with his girlfriend yesterday up in the mountains. So I don't think they're doing I mean, zero. I, no, I, they, they're, still, they're still taking it very seriously yeah, but it's with not masks. Like Shanghai. And, no, it's not. Of course. If you can roam around and have a, no. go to a hotel in the mountains and have barbecue with no, your it's totally wife. Fine. Yeah, it's totally fine. Thanks for your job, Nikolai Rubin. Um, Russia is has not closed the internet, but it did not stop them from invading Ukraine. And propaganda is the second mass weapon of destruction after the atom bomb. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Yep. Charles Womack, you're 100% right here in this episode. Thanks, Charles. Appreciate it. Rate Strip Matter, if you ever come to Cologne, Germany, shout. You know, Cologne, Germany was the first place, like outside of Canada or whatever, that I went abroad. Hmm. Very strong memories there. I love Maritz. I would love to go back. So see you there. Yeah. You could, use, you could use a little Cologne. I think you could use a little bit of cologne. <laughs> yeah, I could use a little bit of cologne. You know, we as all, in visiting cologne. Yeah, we all could use a little bit of cologne in our yeah, lives. Yeah, so just go visit cologne. Yeah. Soliana, thank you very much. <laughs> Hor Wellston. Mm. Uh, I really like this midweek podcast, Revolution of Our Times, the documentary about the Hong Kong protests is screening in the UK at the moment. Yeah, That's great. go, go, go see, watch go, it. Definitely go support it. Revolution of Our Times, yeah. Great stuff. Uh, Bridget Dean. I lived in Baotou, fellow Baotou run. I live in Baotou as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and before you, Dujanian. yeah, before me. Mm. I lived there in 2011 to 2014. Mm. Uh, Dujiang Yen, Chengdu from 2007 to 2011. And I was amazed at how many fellow expats couldn't, wouldn't see through the CCPPS. Yeah, it's Absolutely. it's insane. Bridget, I wonder if you worked at the same place I did. I haven't seen. Um, back in the day, there were so many incidents that incidents that nurses brought the wrong kids to the wrong families by mistake or maybe even on purpose and that's a huge issue in china yeah yeah it's it's something you always worry about doc slothington says old doc here started started in at an empty three-hour time block on my friday itinerary uh startled startled yeah i'm sorry yeah. doc we, we we apologize at your old age we understand that your bones could be rattled <laughs> yeah. what like we said it was just too important for us to discuss all these very recent developments with the shanghai lockdown we didn't want to wait until friday sure oh um, sorry gregory michaels says can i get a ball sack what, what i want you to what i want you to do gregory is just Take your hand. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> I'll give him a second one there. Okay, okay. we're done. We're done yeah, with both. Yeah. new ball set. Yeah, exactly. Bar- Ar- Arctic Rob, mm-hmm. uh, been watching you guys for a long time. There's like a there's like formal ball sack, and then there's yes, like informal. There's like Jurassic Park ball sack. Like yeah. he's going on a safari. Yeah, his formal ball sack. And then we've got uh, Jurassic sack. Park. Ball yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely going on a little expedition. Yeah, he's he? he's doing a little expedition. That's for sure. <laughs> Into the caves so of Yunnan to go and get some bats. You know? <laughs> Mojang Mines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's in the Mojang Mines. That's yeah. his Mojang Mine bat outfit. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Keeps <laughs> the guano in a pocket, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> For later. Freaking, yeah. Ooh, I wonder how we can manipulate this. In Walks the around echolocation, echolocation, <laughs> you know? Yes. Anyway. Uh, Arctic Rob, been watching you guys for a long time. You guys inspire me to look at everything with tact. Stay awesome, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate We're it. Well known for tact. <laughs> Occasionally. Yeah. Coffee time. Stay awesome. Thank you. Thank you. you. 
Uh, Iski, Balsack looks like Dick Cheney. Does he? <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Okay. Both not very good looking dudes, I guess. Mm. Marit Strip Matter, I never lived that long in China, but you can tell. Mm. Uh, Jay Liao, have you guys ever been to Singapore? I have not, oh, but I have, we have a lot of subscribers there. Yeah. And I talk to someone there on a weekly basis. Yep. Uh, N190X10SS. Why is China reporting COVID case case numbers finally? Because it's an excuse to have the zero COVID uh, policy crackdown. Yeah. And they don't want to risk another situation where the the lies of the graph literally flatlining mm. and everyone goes, well, can't listen to that country. Yeah. So they have to have a modicum of seriousness now so that people can say, oh, look at... The whole thing is they want this renewed propaganda effort to yeah. say, look at China's policy versus America. The East, this is the rise of the East, downfall of the West, right? So if yeah. they look at China and say, well, look, at they're having an outbreak, but look at how they deal with it, then it will be positive propaganda. Unfortunately, that's backfiring. Yeah. And it's not just people like us. It's it's backfiring for everyone. You also have to understand that they've now had enough time to like stew on it a little bit because in the beginning... Um, when things were very unknown, you saw how the the presenters we showed you right at the beginning of this uh, show, really, they were saying like, oh, there's nothing, don't spread rumors, there's nothing. Yeah. And they kind of played that for the longest time. So when there were people that were dying of COVID, they would not admit that people were dying of COVID simply because it would go against this whole like, don't spread rumors, there's nothing going on. So they'd write down people dying of pneumonia or dying of complications, you know, related to something else instead of this COVID, you know, thing. Sure. We will never know how many people actually died of COVID in China, no. especially in the beginning days. Sure. But it has to be a lot. Sure. You know, of freaking lot if you go by all the signs that were going on the the you know what do you call those crematoriums that were running 24 yeah. hours a day the crazy amount of um cell phone subscriptions that just suddenly disappeared off of you know out of china sure. from that area sure. just uh, the other nonsense that was going on the people reporting and admitting that the doc the doctors admitting that they would write down something else instead of it being covered sure. in order to not make sure the numbers stayed down and they didn't piss off their higher ups <laughs> the what <laughs> anyway it's like just, just saying super jets okay it's, not laughing at that. it's crazy the amount of people that could have died and probably did so yeah do what? not do not think i am laughing about that but okay. rum runner sent a classic super okay, what did chat say? to us he says rum runner says i think an interesting cross-cultural spring event would be an easter egg hunt with tongza dan but the ones available in the west are of piss poor quality <laughs> <laughs> Nice, nice. That's pretty so, funny. So Tong Zidane yeah. are when in Henan. Yes. They have this area of Henan where they put out buckets in school, public schools, where they have little boys piss in them. Yeah. And then they cook eggs in the boy, little boy piss. In boiled urine, yeah. Not a joke. Look it up. Yeah, it's supposed to be like something about using virgin urine or whatever it's the hell. Disturbing, whatever it is. But they cook it in little boy piss eggs. Yeah, it's got to be little boys, by the way. Yes, yeah. yeah it's Not a, little girls. The, no, that's the rule. Yeah, they little boys in the buckets. piss. Yeah, little boy piss eggs. But so <laughs> Rum Runner made a joke and said an interesting cross-cultural spring event would be to have an Easter egg hunt, but use those. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not a good that idea. That is a, a great joke. Made me sick to my stomach to remember Tong Zidane. Yes. Uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, um, cool. <laughs> would you guys now that you guys lived on both coasts how do you, how would you notice the difference on both coasts perceive ccp china both i would say the vast majority of people do not like the chinese government yeah it's no oh, seriously it's not a coastal thing and you have to also understand you would think that um uh you know when you've got 
big pockets of uh, Chinese immigrants, you know, like in downtown New York, that's not too far sure. away that we've been quite a number of times now. And uh, of course, in LA and so on, you would think that there'd be a lot of sympathy for the CCP. A lot of the newer immigrants, yes. Sure. But, the, but in general, the Chinese people no. we speak to, I'd say the majority of them yeah. don't agree yeah. with it. doesn't the, matter where And the, the reason they left is because they yeah. don't like the CCP. Or, or at least part of it. Yeah, part, part of, of the reason. reason. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So. Absolutely agree with that. Mm. And that's why we've, we were... Uh, we were so happy to find that out Yeah, uh, when we came back to the U.S. was because the amount of dissidents slash people that don't like the Chinese government that want to see a better China is is very refreshing and nice. Yes. Because you don't get a whole lot of that in China. Right. No. So. no. Um, Reed Stripmetter says, one question I'm interested in is religion in China. One of my friends is now very evangelical and I'm worried. Um, yeah, you get like, you do get extreme sides of it. Uh, the vast majority of people are not religious in China and the ones that are tend to do underground type stuff, a lot of them. When so signing contracts in China, whenever I signed a contract to work, one of the stipulations was no proselytizing. Is yeah. that how you say it is? Because well, it's illegal. It's illegal. So you cannot go and try to get people to be Christian or yeah. or Buddhist or anything. You can't do that. And if you're in the Chinese government, you have to sign a document that says, I, I'm an atheist and I only believe in the Chinese state. Yeah. So it's illegal for you yeah. to strike up a conversation at, say, I don't know, a barbecue table and try to tell people to follow Christ or yes, something. It would be so illegal. just warn that person. Yeah. You can really get into trouble. I'm dumb, but I'm not that dumb, says China's COVID target, moderate pandemic, like moderate <laughs> prosperity. Yeah, Mo okay. moderate slavery is what we, we yeah, were saying. for sure. That seems to be what they're going for. All right, for. guys, thank you. I hope you guys enjoyed our midweek uh, stream. We did it again because the stuff is flying at us. We have so many anecdotes from people that are currently surf uh, suffering through this. Yes. Both of our channels will cover this topic as well with additions, maybe some of this stuff, but also additions for people that have sent us their stories. Yes. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And we'll see you guys uh, this week on our channels. Yeah, you'll see us on our own channels. Obviously, we're not going to have a podcast on Friday. This is replacing that. But we will yes. have the podcast on Friday next week as per usual. And uh, look forward to seeing something on both of our channels. And uh, we can't wait to catch you on the next one. So until then, I'm going to count myself down and not cut myself off. But um, stay awesome until then anyway. So let's do the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one.